you know you could use a vacation right now. So consider Little Rock for your first trip of 2021. With six stops on the U.S. Civil Rights Trail and dozens of Black-owned businesses and restaurants just waiting to serve you, it's the kind of place where Black History Month is celebrated all year long. So if you're big on Black culture, you're going to be big on Little Rock. Plan your visit today at littlerock.com. This week's episode is also sponsored by Butter Skin, a line of skincare that's formulated specifically for melanin-rich skin tones. Plus, it's Black-owned, and y'all know we love that. It's a simple four-step kit that features a gentle cleanser, a vitamin C serum that helps reduce the appearance of dark spots, a rose water toner that gently exfoliates and hydrates your skin with BHA and your choice of moisturizer. They recently launched a brand new hyaluronic oil-free gel cream that's great for oily skin. It's a perfect lightweight moisturizer for summer. I love the dewy glow that it gives my skin and you will too. We've teamed up with Butter and the founder, Dorian Renaud, to give a special 20% off discount to our listeners on their Supreme Skincare Kit. Just use the code GROWN20 at checkout. Go to ButterSkin.com to get the glowing, even skin tone you've always wanted. That's B-U-T-T-A-H-S-K-I-N.com and use code GROWN at checkout to get 20% off the Supreme Skincare Kit. Kit. Join Cricket Wireless this June in celebrating the unshakable spirit of HBCU music programs during Black Music Month. Because HBCU marching bands are showstoppers from the word go. They are a force of nature and a force for good. They raise the bar and expectations every single time they set foot onto the field. They are not the marching band next door. They are the epitome of poetry in motion. Y'all already know one of the greatest marching bands we've ever seen. And just like black music, they are unstoppable. Cricket Wireless. Thinking of you and you've been thinking of me. Oh, I'll give all that I have if you give all that I need. And oh, let's be fair. And I think it's time we clear the air. You've been watching me. I've been watching you. You know I've been wanting to grow with you. Oh, I want to go skating. Toya went skating. She did. She didn't tell. Mm-hmm. I'm about to text her because she always blowing up my shit. Oh my be God. like, why you ain't tell me? So I'm going to be like, why you ain't tell me you went skating on a Monday? <laughs> Praise, Praise the Lord, the Lord niggas. niggas. Welcome back. Welcome, Blacks, to the kitchen table where we will discuss the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in. Adulthood, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord. 2021. How are you, sister? I'm hanging on in. How are you? Same. I'm sunburned. <laughs> oh my. Looking like a Look little lobster you. over here. Looking like a radish even. Yeah, you see me? I belong on a Mexican <laughs> salad. 
goodness. Throw me on a taco, bitch, and call me radish. Have you been, have you, like, what have you been, like, you went outside? I did. I had to chaperone Noah's, uh, I, I had to chaperone Noah's beach field trip day. Or oh, you guys went we to went the to the beach. beach. They do a, a beach day um, on the last week of school every year. And all they ask is that your black asses accompany your own kids. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad at that. At the beach, I'm not mad at that, which was nice. And then with Tristan actually teaching there, it was like a impromptu family day at the beach, you know, with a little work. So I did that and, uh, you know, got myself a little Bernie burn, but that's all right. It was, it's been good time with the young ASAP. You know, I cannot complain. She has what she needs. <laughs> Very nice. We love to see it and hear it. Well, we got some trash to get into. Do you think we should mosey that direction? Oh, it's time for trash. Basura time. So the first bit on our on our uh, outline is actually not trash. It is wonderful, wonderful news. I think Kia and I would both be excited alike. Okay. Queen Mary J. Blige is, is she has a documentary coming out on Amazon Prime. Oh my God. Yeah. I am thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out June 25th. And guess what it's called? Uh, uh, I'm really trying to think. Just take a wild boar. Uh, is it a song title? Yes. Mm, I want to say <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was every day it rains, but <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say dancery. No, it's my life. Oh yes, yes. Song and that makes and so album. much sense. I didn't want to say that though, and then like you know, I didn't yeah, want to like. Yeah, yeah. But yes, it's my life. Um, it's gonna feature Puffy and Taraji. Oh, this is good. And Alicia Keys and Quincy Jones and I'm kind of pressed. Know, I'm actually really, really pressed about it. So I think June we might June 25th. That's a Friday night. A Friday. So mm. I think we should do something around that. What say you? I think that sounds like a plan. Okay, well, you all stay tuned because Key and I are going to discuss that. I think that sounds mm-hmm. like a, a, a getting grown-ass time. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, speaking of Puffy, a.k.a. Oh Beelzebub, he is uh, allegedly, oh possibly, dating... Carisha, aka Young Miami of the City Girls. Didn't I just see? Oh, I did see something. That mm. was Puffy. That they were like holding hands. They was holding hands on the stairs at a uh, uh, Pierre come outside party. Uh, so, mm. um, mm-hmm, yeah, I did see that on mm-hmm. the, on the social. Now you know sometimes the celebrities you know, sometimes like it's to, just like you get the picture, right? Yeah. Sometimes I thought I thought it was just like a moment. They took a photo. I didn't know that they actually like went together. I don't think they, I don't think it's confirmed by any means. You know, people speculate. That's what we're doing right now. Um, He is so busy. He's so, I mean, and just booked. Like, (laughs) I mean, uh, busy body. Okay. You know, and you know what comes to my mind? I just lives, as the young people say, you know what lives rent free in my mind? What? You know, there was a time where I went. How old is Carisha? 
25, 7. How old is like that literally did he has children her age? Yeah, he's she's not 30 and he is 50. Hold on. Let me see how old. How uh-huh. old is Diddy's oldest? Fifth, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me look at this up. Let 1, me do some quick Googleization. Please go ahead and continue. Um, What was I saying to you? Um, I don't remember. Me neither. <laughs> He's 51. He'll be 52 this year. Mm. I believe. Now, is Quincy his? Quincy's not his. Mm. Huh? No, no, I'll be Quincy sure. is I'll be sure. It's right. Yes. Okay. So the next one, I believe, is Justin Dior Combs, mm-hmm. who is 27. Oh. Mm. <sighs> My Lord in heaven above. But didn't they both allegedly date Sawate? Anyway, uh, anyway. Um, oh, that's <laughs> I what it was. Sweetie. I know, <laughs> but I just, I like Sawate. Okay. Um, what lives rent free in my mind is, you know, oh, yes. I used to, there was a time when I would go down to the Barnes and Noble sometimes and didn't feel like buying the books, particular, specific ones. I was just not investing the money in them. So I would sit and mm-hmm. I would buy a coffee and I would read them on the floor. Oh my. <laughs> and so one of those books was Superhead's, <laughs> Superhead's Lord, first book, The Tales of a Video Vixen. Okay. And in that book, I don't know, is that what it was called? Yes, I believe so. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, it was something along those lines. But but so in that book, there was a chapter about many niggas. There was a Vin Diesel. There was a, a, a Shaq. There was a Exhibit. There was all kinds of niggas, right? There's so many niggas dicks in the industry that I know about that I probably shouldn't. And one of those niggas would be Sean Puffy P. Diddy Combs. Mm -hmm. And what lives rent-free in my mind specifically is that Corinne Superhead Stefan said that he has average dick. (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. Average size, average stroke, just mid across the board. Wow. And, you know, she spoke really highly on a lot of niggas in that book, you know? Mm -hmm. And she did say some of them were mid. His lives, it was, she, it was just so mid. Mm. If I recall, it was the most boring chapter there. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. So wow. I just, every time a, a young woman appears on the scene uh, with this old man. <laughs> well, I just feel like, you know, okay. Okay. <sighs> it bothers me. I mean, I, you listen. Okay. I'm not here to debate the details of 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 Diddy Stick. Come on, alliteration. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but I will say, I will say, uh, whether or not he is, you know, uh, holding. Okay, he is Diddy, as rich and wealthy and connected. Yeah, uh, no, as you know, I could totally see this being a business move for a a, a one young Miami. So listen, city girls, you know, it could I be mean, a business move on the Puffy's part. Everything, I mean, is. literally all things. I mean, I can see how this would be mutually beneficial and advantageous for all parties. Mm-hmm. So you know, hey, at the end of the day, uh, I don't know any of these people, and their business is theirs, and mine is mine. So yeah. whatever it is they want to do, is just fine with me. Um, yeah. 
But hey, mm-hmm. I, I am actually more, I don't even want, maybe concerned is not the right word, but it's just not lost on me that he's dating someone that is, you know, could be his daughter, essentially. This is the, that's, the, that's the part right um, there. That's, it's just that. It's just that right and there. And so these things, you know, that that's more of the red flag here for me. But listen, at the end of the day. I've seen worse. I, you know. Go I'm, right ahead. We everybody all is grown. To millions. Listen, everybody is grown and doing what they want to do out here, honey. And I'm just out here trying to mind the business that the Lord gave me. This okay? is true. This is true. But listen, go on and prosper, young Miami. Make him a salad. We've all seen you do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the one who cut that up them the- lettuces. She, Child, took, she broke up that lettuce and put that, was break that up deli, deli ham. That deli ham with those and some nails. ranch dressing. It was Italian. Uh, and it was it was like a uh, gallon's worth. <laughs> I mean, I was literally like, I was saddened. And My you know how said, I feel about beige plates. I was like, that salad has zero nutritional content. She said, that's whatsoever. how you do that there. I mean, she was so proud. Poured the whole bottle on the on a on a of that on a iceberg thing. lettuce, which has nutritional content of water, because that's nothing. what it is. It's got it. It's got nothing. And she put literally a half a pack of deli ham on it. Did and some. This is how my grandmama say it. Italian dressing. Mm-hmm. Italian dressing. Hillshire Farm and it's Italian dressing. Mm. Mm. Now, I'm more saddened by that, actually. I was. And it was like the nails <sighs> that were aggressively tearing up the food. like very much, very much putting them long nails into the actual yeah. bowl. It was just, I was like, wow. <sighs> I was mm. like, you know what? This right here, <laughs> this right here just shows me that there just ain't no more big mamas no more. No, no, uh-uh, no. Ain't no more big mamas standing Mm-mm. over the, the pot in the Mm-mm. kitchen, stirring greens. Ain't no, ain't, no, ain't no more cornbread in the oven. You know, these are the things that I have to do myself now. Because yeah. ain't no more big We have to no carry the legacy as, Ooh, you know, for the ancestors because. It's troubling. We're living in troubling times. out here who are tearing up iceberg lettuce and ham. Tearing up iceberg with lettuce with their hands. Edward Scissorhand-esque claws. You know, and maybe we're being mo- very Monique about this. I don't, but I feel like we this could is be. A, a hygiene. We could very I think well this is be. a hygiene situation. We could very well be. And you know what? It's more about I, public I will health. take that. I will own that. I don't think that this is about respectability, though, more nah, than nah, it's nah, about nah, nah, nah. public health. But not That's even private. Concern. Actually, private health. She just got a baby. <laughs> so I just don't. No, but she was doing it on. It was a tutorial. It was she a put tutorial. On Instagram. She was teaching the girls how to make a salad. It was a how to. Oh, sweet. <laughs> it was holy. <laughs> um, Whoa. Yes. Speaking of gross, this wasn't even on the list. Okay. And I really, really try to ignore everything about this um, young creature. But Kodak Black, I stumbled upon a video of him, speaking of salad, eating salad, DK, same as young Miami, off of a table. Huh? Yes, child. The boy was literally eating his food off of a table. What does that mean, Jade? Okay, hold on. There was no plate. I'm gonna have to find you a clip because I need. What are you, you saying to there me? There was no plate. Why would he? Why Kodak would the food be on the table? Eats off the table. Let me find These, this. I, was he high? What's happening? Is he ever not? I'm high. I don't know. Do, am Jesus. I eating off of tables? 
Oh, here it goes. Jesus, help here us. Here we Lord. go right here. And oh, yes, end the video. And how do mm. I send you? Ew, not trick daddy. We have to keep trick daddy in prayer because he's I don't not keep well. him in prayer. I don't keep him in prayer. I just want because see, I'm I'm more concerned about his health. He's I don't rotting know what from he's been well, doing. he's rotting from the inside out because he's ugly inside. And he's so unfortunately, well. every when, time I see him, you know, he's not even that old, but he looked like somebody's great granddaddy. Yeah, I know. And you know why? Because he is aging. He's rotting from the inside. Here it goes. I is that what happens when people start looking old early? They rotting from the inside. It's usually rotting from the inside out. That's my logic. Mm. And that's what's happened in a trick daddy because he said all them God awful things about black women, which means he's probably said even more wretched things in private. And that's why right now he looks like the fucking raisinette. He's bloating. You know, you know what I'm saying? And this is not a dig to his illness. This is a dig to him as a person. You see, you you accumulate ugly things sometimes when what? you are ugly. Yeah, I told you. There you go. Uh, uh, Jade, what is this? It is. What the hell is, is this? A Jade eating off of a table. It's a bat eating off of a he, table. Jade. <laughs> how you, how you going to talk to me like I'm eating off the table? <laughs> what manner of what is, first of all, I want you to know, let me pause this because I'm getting upset. Mm. I want you to know Welcome. that there is a plate sitting next to him. Right. But is he There's a place setting. Right. There are actually place settings at Mm -hmm. this table, Mm -hmm. but he has poured his food onto the table itself Mm -hmm. and and it's eating with a plastic fork. A plastic one, a white one, a barbecue fork. You know what? But what I want you to do is go back and then watch the white man who walks in the background. Look at his face. This is really embarrassing. I don't even know this boy or his mama, but I'm embarrassed. You know, he got out of jail not too long ago and niggas was like, yo, you got to stop acting like you are still in. And I'm like, y'all have to stop doing this to people in jail. They don't eat off of the table. This is really just what kind of treachery. Yeah. But, (sighs) you know, he's a he's a despicable, a despicable, despicable creature. And so I'm not surprised that he eats off of the table like Mm -hmm. vermin. Um, didn't he pay for I feel like I heard that he paid somebody's bills or something he sent somebody to school or something he might have but he also is a a sexual predator oh is he now Mm -hmm. I didn't know that Mm -hmm. yeah he's a wretched little and he looks like that little thing that he looks like something out of the whiz he looks like he's on a Uh he's one of them flying monkeys from Uh the whiz that's what he looked like I wasn't gonna say it I'm a little too close be saying certain things <laughs> okay. you're a little too close to who no i look look i i'm just trying to you know what i'm saying you know the, oh girl you know you know sometimes that. niggas you know sometimes niggas go up and i'm like i don't have time well i'll say that he looks like one of the flying monkeys from the whiz and if anybody want to talk to me about it that's fine. multicultural podcast host calls black man <laughs> monkey <laughs> i said he looked like a flying monkey that was me. That's what that and that is not what I identify as a black woman. Somebody emailed me though and told me as a multicultural woman, I I was wrong for talking shit about Keisha Cole <laughs> and OT. <OTGs>. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, I didn't <laughs> Well, nigga, school me, nigga. Well, I, I really, and I know I, I sound like uh, Evelyn Lozada, but I really didn't mean it like that. Because <laughs> Evelyn was playing, Evelyn was playing in our faces when she said 
when she said she just used that monkey emoji for that girl. Stop. No, girl. we're not doing. Don't not do that. Enough. Don't do that. I don't, don't mean because do I'm a black person, and I don't mean I don't mean to call that boy a monkey as a racial slur. I'm oh, no. saying that boy actually looks like one of the monkeys <laughs> in the Wiz. And that is what I said. And that is what I meant. Okay. I'm the person who I, listen, I am the diversity, equity, and inclusion professional. And I'm telling That's... you that boy look like a monkey. Sure as my name is Takia. Uh-huh. Not, not any monkey, not the monkeys the Lord made. I'm talking no. about the monkeys the in the whiz. That's what I'm talking about. Don't okay. Nobody bring me no That's bad it. news. <laughs> okay. That's it. I'm talking about the actual fictional monkey, mm-hmm. not the monkeys that the Lord is responsible for. Okay. But if y'all want to talk about it, we can. I'm all right with it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh wow, that just gave me that just gave me a good old hearty mm-hmm. chuckle. Floyd May- Mayweather had a fight uh, with what, a white boy. Is that boy. what we calling it? I I I don't know. I just know he had a fight with somebody named Logan Paul, and that it was one, and that it was that was it was a. I don't know anything else. So I what didn't see it. From what I understand, I think that the what well, I felt like it ended very abruptly. Like you know, it was over before it started, or oh. something like that. Cause I saw the people were saying, "What's the young man?" Uh, Logan Blueface. Paul. No, but there was Blueface. Some one of them boys was on the shade room talking about he was upset because he paid thirteen thousand dollars to go see the fight, and the fight was like twelve seconds or something. Let me well, look it up. Oh well, Blueface deserves all types of bad things. I know so, because he knocked that girl's tooth out. Did and he, you know, he's got like a modern day slave situation going on, and so. You know, he talks to his mother like wretched trash. Now, granted, I don't know his situation with his mother sometimes, but he's a terrible, he seems to be a terrible human being. Well, no, I guess it wasn't ended early. Then I don't know why the people was mad, but it said that uh, it ended after eight rounds. Oh, is that early? I guess. I don't know how many <laughs> rounds it's supposed to be. I don't know. But I just saw the people on the shade room was upset. And Soldier Boy was mad because Showtime wasn't playing on his TV. <laughs> and Soldier Boy also, I don't know, he was shading the white boy. I, there's so many things going on that I, I just don't, don't fully either. understand. We but really sound like aunties right we now. We do. And I'm just, I think my biggest question is that, is how old is Floyd Mayweather? Because I feel like, like he's, he's still allowed to fight. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather is Should 44 years old. Oh, he's 44. That's it. Okay. That's it. Okay, well, never mind then. I don't know when Mike Tyson retired. The Mike Tyson uh, documentary comes on this week, don't it? <gasps> Does it? Let's look. I think it come on tomorrow. Where on HBO? On, on, I thought it was like ABC or something. Oh, is it? Oh, is it on the prime time? I think so. Oh, Shiza. Oh, you're right. It's on ABC. What come on tomorrow? Like eight o'clock or something, right? Yep. Yeah, I will be tuned all the way into that. I can't wait. Oh, I love me some Mike Tyson. You all need to go. I watch. just know it's gonna be. It's gonna be. We can always count on Mike. It's gonna be. Something. If nothing else, there's gonna be moments where we will be thoroughly entertained. Yeah, and I think we're gonna be enlightened. I don't know. Something about this tells me that Mike. Mike is gonna be talking like he got some sense. Well, have you watched any of his po- any of his podcasts? 
videos. Oh, no, but you told to. me about yes, you told me about Boosie. when he when he got Boosie together. You yes. did tell me about that. He got Bootsy together. Like, you got to go watch it, sister. You have to go watch it. So we're all going to watch Mike Tyson's documentary, and then we're going to talk about it. We will report back. Yes, we will. Um, And I think that's, oh, I don't know if I want. Did you see, did you ever watch the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I did not, but I heard that little girl a racist. No, that's not what happened. (laughs) Okay, well, that's what they told me. I'm sorry. Rumors getting started. I'm sorry. No, well, this is where I find these types of things to be interesting, right? Because y'all know I'm not caping for no white women. I mean, never. Mm-mm, just not happening. Sorry. Speaking of which, did you see that Amazon lady? What Amazon lady? Did you see the Amazon lady who who uh, had to wop wop that white that old white lady on video? <laughs> oh my god. Let me send you, you know something else. Videos, we're gonna get Kia. We're gonna get Kia live in um, live oh, reaction. No. Of course, you know who sent this to me, Dustin the Ross. Oh my god! And I'm not gonna call this a um, I'm not gonna call this a knockout because it wasn't a knockout. But you could tell that something ignorant was said because there's no reason this lady would have done this. And then on top of that. She still continued to deliver her packages. Please take a look at the video I just Because we're going to do our work. This we're going like... to do our work. We're going to complete the task. I have business we're going to, to I'm going to do exactly what I need to do to get this check, okay? You're not going to get in my way. You're not going to come between me and my and my coin. And that's what Mary had a little do blush. I, honey, and that's Mary and her little J. Blige. You understand me? <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, mm-hmm. get her, mm-hmm. get her, mm-hmm. get her. Mm-hmm. I'm me. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, <laughs> 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 oh. Somebody in the comments let me tell you, go, let me tell release you the audio, things. Meredith. Release the audio. She said, let me tell you 48 things, sis. <laughs> sis With can't even keys. get her keys together in her hand. <laughs> She said, I'm going to stand right here. Mm-hmm. She said, I bet you won't do it again. I bet. See, this I'll be watching this stuff and creating my own. Uh, she said, you're going to open this door and I'm going to bring these packages right in here. Packages you open up this here. lobby door right and now. And you're going to let me scan them too. You. <laughs> <laughs> she said, say something else. Say something else. <laughs> oh, I want to know what she said. Somebody got to tell me what she said. They that's you know what they what? keep saying. Release the audio, Barry. I not want Dustin. Me and I want Dustin to do this. I want Dustin to 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 uh, do a Tony Baker voice. We need a, yes. We need we need mm-hmm. a voiceover. Mm-hmm. We need a voiceover. And I know what I'm, I'm about to stand right here. You're gonna open up this door so I can deliver my packages and hold the door so I can get in here. And bitch, you better not close it so I can scan them. Because what you're not going to do is report them stolen with your trifling ass. I just want to know what she said. Say something. She she said whatever she said and walked off like the big bad girl. Did. And she and then she got Molly Wop. You know she said something. She said something wretched. You know she did. That girl was not getting ready to do all of that. I don't care what y'all say. And don't give me no and nothing justifies putting your hands on a no, we have seen how white women act. We have it's watched like, them act wild all up and through society. There is an entire like, page dedicated to white women and white womaning. 
Give us the audio, Maureen. <laughs> Give us the audio. Oh, I thought it was Meredith. It was Maureen. <laughs> it said Maureen. Give us the audio right now, Maureen. You're not going to play the victim because I know you said something stupid and you deserve to get your ass whooped. And honestly, that girl had restraint because she didn't whoop your ass the way that she really wanted to. I can guarantee you that. She said the words, honey. She, she hit the trigger button. Okay. So she still dropped off her packages. Did because people is upstairs waiting for their things. <laughs> so I, I'm going to do my job. She was like, Jade ordered a candy thermometer, and I it has she to sure get did. to her. I've got <laughs> to get these packages off. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's my job. So Kimmy Schmidt, her that's not her real name. Her real name is uh, oh, what the hell did I just do? I clicked out of whatever I was supposed to be clicked. Ellie Kemper. Okay. And so, um, you know, it was reported somebody found some uh, old pictures or something or articles or whatever where she uh, was a part of a debutante ball in her hometown when she was 19. I went and looked it up. She's 41 now. There's a reason why I'm saying this. So um, she... So this this comes out or whatever, and they're like, she's a racist. This is funded by the KKK, and apparently the original, the original ball, uh, the behind it was founded in 1878. So you can imagine. Um, <laughs> now, granted, there are there still some places and some people and some things that act like it's still 1878. Absolutely, we see that every day. But this is the ball that she was a part of. So she comes back. She, basically, they tried to say that she was a racist and she they're calling her K.K. Kemper. Um, oh. You know what I'm saying? She, that she was affiliated with the Klan and that she... Oh. All these different things. So, but she hasn't, but she's not. So she, she puts out a statement. And this is where I just want to have a mini conversation. I just want to see where you're, you know, what you thought about it. So she says, hi, guys. When I was 19 years old, I decided to participate in a debutante ball in my hometown. The century-old organization that hosted the debutante ball had an unquestionably racist, sexist, and elitist past. I was not aware of the history at the time, but ignorance is no excuse. I was old enough to have educated myself before getting involved. I unequivocally deplore, denounce, and reject white supremacy. At the same time, I acknowledge that because of my race and my privilege, I am the beneficiary of a system that has dispensed unequal justice and unequal rewards. There's a very natural temptation when you become the subject of internet criticism to tell yourself that your detractors are getting it all wrong. But at some point last week, I realized that a lot of the forces behind the criticism are forces that I've spent my life supporting and agreeing with. I believe Mm. strongly in the values of kindness, integrity, and inclusiveness. I try to live my life in accordance with these values. If my experience is an indication that organizations and institutions with past that fall short of these beliefs should be held to account, then I have to see this experience in a positive light. I want to apologize to the people I've disappointed, and I promise that moving forward, I will listen, continue to educate myself, and use my privilege in support of the better society I think we're capable of becoming. Thanks for reading this. So, hmm. yeah, I just want to get get your thoughts on that. What do you think about that? So, I will say that um, a lot of the language that she used is consistent with someone who has you know who who is on a journey of really learning and unlearning um 
how systems of oppression, white supremacy specifically operates and functions. It sounds like she is holding herself um, accountable and taking responsibility for the ways in which she's been privileged. Um, you know, even just by proxy or by, you know, um, not that not her not privileged by proxy, but how her actions have been could could be perceived as racist, you know, whether she intended for them to or not. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not entirely I mean, I'm not bothered by her statement. I feel like mm-hmm. she is consciously um acknowledging, being aware uh, um raising her building her awareness. She's acknowledging and critical of her assumptions and biases in ways that are that is that is helpful to really like unlearning and um dismantling some of the ways that privilege functions. So I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at her her statement. Honestly. I agree actually. I actually found it to be you know, and it's hard, you know, it's hard to say cuz you don't know people, but I did find it to be one of the most uh straightforward, honest and um palatable statements I've seen, you know, from somebody when it comes to situations like this. Uh and I fully agree with you on your take on on that. I um I think where I got a smidge of pause is mm-hmm. that's why I went and looked up. I said I want to kind of see how old she is now and you know see what's going on. And I saw she was So 41. I thought debutantes were like 16. Yeah, I I, didn't know I that don't she know could be a debutante in 19. I guess um, but I don't know. I'm I, I'm <laughs> ignorant. I'm ignorant of that world and how it functions. Also. But, so I don't um, I don't know how any of that works, but I I said okay. At, like I know if somebody went back to me at 19 <laughs> I don't know Fair. and and I and it's different when we see things like uh um you know you, these people be pulling up shit people have said nigger and uh yeah yeah it's not like she was in blackface you, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you see what I'm saying so that's why but I had she's to start owning, this off by that's what I I've, I appreciated that she owned um She's she's thinking about these things as they function like systemically and institutionally. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is what's and fundamental and foundationally important. For sure. Because mm-hmm. whether or not like it's it's just so far beyond intentional pre- I mean individual pre- prejudice and bias. Right. People feel like because they don't personally feel this way, um, that they are that they are somehow uh not racist. Like they think of racist mm-hmm. Only with respect to like they think it's like the the individual bad behavior of like you know a small group or contingent of people, um, and not acknowledging that racism is an institution, mm-hmm. a system or an, or a system that's pervaded every other in societal institution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I I appreciate that her language acknowledged that yes you know re- regardless of her intention as an individual she acknowledged that by participating in these systems and traditions and, you know, organizations mm-hmm. that she is complicit mm-hmm. and she, she owned that, mm-hmm. which I think is, which is, which is key and critical and so much deeper than, you know, I didn't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was um, the part that I really, really appreciated was right. her, was her saying, 
She didn't make excuses. No. She's like, you know, I could have responded. I could have reacted. And at a certain point, I kind of wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Be like, no, wait a minute. Y'all don't. I didn't even know this shit existed. But I appreciated the fact that she acknowledged the system of things. Yeah, for sure. I also said to myself, if y'all niggas pull up some shit on me at 19, I might not have done no research either. I think that that is that is true. I have I'm doing an institute this week at my job. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing I'm serving as an institutional coach for some teams and individuals who are trying to gear up and get ready to 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 kind of design and implement some change initiatives, like mm-hmm. some inclusion um, transformation projects on their campus. So they've come to get some professional development this week. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I said um, that I think is something that we we take for granted is that, you know, just like humans, um, there's no possible way that we can be awake all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. being woke is something that we, uh, you know, it's a journey Mm -hmm. that we cycle through. So like even me as a black person and, and every, even, you know, all of the most fierce and forthright activists that we know and have shared space with, you know, we're all on this learn constant journey of learning. We're posturing ourselves to really understand uh, oppression and white supremacy as it functions um, so that we can empower ourselves and other people mm-hmm. to dismantle and change that system. So it, you know, just like 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 woke is not an outcome. <laughs> it's not something that we kind of arrive at and we're just woke for the rest of our Mm-mm. lives, but it's something that Mm-mm. as we grow and change and, and um, have different experiences and see things from different vantage points, we will, the ways in which we engage in this work will continue to evolve. And we have to, to remain in that posture of, of constant learning and unlearning. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's constantly about acquiring new information while being critical of how we um, understand, assume, you know, we have to question ourselves at every turn to make sure that we are not falling into the status quo, which is our conventional practice. We've all been programmed to operate within this system of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. So this, you know, this act of being woke is not, it's a posturing, it's a stance. It is uh, an active dynamic uh, state Versus it being like, you know, an outcome or a destination. And to your point, what we thought was appropriate and politically correct and inclusive um, when we were young, you know, we should find fault with that Mm -hmm. uh, now based on all the new information that we've received, you know, as we've aged. So I fully agree that and I know for myself that I've said some problematic stuff Mm -hmm. in my youth. I've done some problematic things Mm -hmm. in my youth. I'm probably still doing problematic things today. Absolutely. Um, And so I agree with you. I agree with you. We have to let people kind of work, work through this Mm -hmm. and holding people accountable. Doesn't always mean throwing them away or canceling them. Or or, no, it doesn't, which is why in, in a lot of cases, you know, people don't get canceled. I still hear niggas playing R Kelly every day. Every it day happens, I'm walking sure. down Nostrand or down Church or down Linden or wherever. And niggas are still blasting R. Kelly. So, you know, miss me with the cancellations because half of the time they ain't happening. However, 
I find it dangerous when there when we start teetering over that line of accountability, like you said, and start just just throwing people away or throwing them under the bus. Oh well, yeah, I think the issue is that we cancel people but not behavior. Like right. we can we've canceled R. Kelly, we've canceled Bill Cosby, but we have have we been as vocal um about, you know, the act of these things and how mm-hmm. these acts exist in our cultural practice and our music. Um are we that, you know, are we as fierce about canceling the actual problematic actions and behaviors of society versus, you know, the perpetrators? Right. Um, but th- that's 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 a muscle that we have to build, right? Because it's really easy it's really easy for us to sort of sit behind our keyboards mm-hmm. and, you know, stand in judgment of people in their lives um but but we really must do our own work of really understanding um the systems and the values and ideologies that really are responsible for a lot of the the behaviors problematic behaviors abusive behaviors that exist in our societies and and things that are you know everyone's included men Mm -hmm. women Mm -hmm. uh you know us them everybody um amazon package receivers not carriers and amazon package (laughs) deliveries as well so with all every we're all like we all we all have a responsibility to to you know raising our awareness um around this and doing better when we know better so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with Kimmy Schmidt or whatever. I'm down. I feel like her response to this is an exemplar. I agree. You know, I, I uh, think for, I'm like the, you set the standard for how how not how white people need to apologize, but the sincerity, she and the some acknowledgement. Boxes. Yeah, she definitely yeah she did. checks some boxes. She checks some boxes in terms of of you know how these th- how these incidents should be addressed mm-hmm. and how someone can be held accountable for the ways in which they benefited from these systems Mm -hmm. of white supremacy and institutionalized racism. She acknowledged her privilege and she acknowledged that although it wasn't her intention by function of her participating in these activities, these traditions, um, she's complicit and therefore accountable. Mm hmm. And I think that's very fair to call her Mm -hmm. out. I think is very fair to call her, Kimmy or whatever the fuck y'all calls her think sometimes maybe we dial back a, a smidge when we you know when we're getting ready to react look at the whole thing take everybody's a second trying to be yeah and i think you know you know how it is on mm-hmm. on social media everybody's just trying to get the one sound bite that the shade room's gonna repost mm-hmm. we want our comment to be elevated to the top so we're trying to say the most salacious and things um so i I, i'm not gonna say i get it but you know i see what's happening here (laughs) i understand Um, but it's the it is it is i think you're absolutely right and i mean and to that point i stand corrected because what i did see was just people on twitter calling this girl a racist and i didn't do due diligence around really understanding the backstory of what was going on so i'm i'm glad that you shared that with me and now i have new perspective um about it so thank you for that so and it wasn't even just because the show like it wasn't even because of the show it was just more so along the lines of because like i said we we be watching these women out here every day fucking up i guarantee i know in my soul of souls 
that that bitch who got her ass whooped by that Amazon lady deserved that because I know she said some stupid ass shit that got that that got that ass whopped. I know that, but I also know I'm, sometimes sometimes we have to take a second and be like, hold on now, this was fucked up, but I need you to to tell me why you did this. And then I need you to acknowledge why this is a problem going forward. You know what I'm saying? Is she getting ready to go participate in that same debutante ball at 41? No. Could she carry on some same problematic behavior if she continued to be willfully ignorant? Absolutely. But I think when we jump off the deep end sometimes and get to calling people names and all kinds of things without checking and seeing the full story, it, it, can, get a little, it can get a little murky. The That's truth the is we're going to need we're going to need everybody to do their part. Yeah. Right. We all ha- and and there are some roles that white women can play in dismantling dismantling white supremacy that Big we can't. Yes. There's some roles that they are responsible to play to to play in dismantling. Should. So so while it is while it is true that they should be held accountable and called out if they say or do or Hell or yeah. you know but the same goes for us. But at the same time, like canceling people, ripping them apart, does not position them um, to make the changes that need to be made. Nah. You know, or in, in every case, right? Mm-hmm. So now Kimmy Schmidt can put her privilege where her mouth is and go on back to this organization and call them out. And you know what I'm saying? Right, bring some things to their oh, awareness. Did. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, that was so, the whole thing. Apparently the organization... Like I said, they they were rooted in racism um, from the 1800s. Apparently, once all this came out, that same organization came out and was like, we once upon a time, way back in the day, were affiliated with some fucked up shit, but we don't, we're not a part of that. We don't, we denounce anything that has anything to do with that. So um they actually said the vp organization is dedicated to civic process progress economic contributions and charitable causes in st louis our organization believes in and promotes inclusion diversity and equality for this region we absolutely reject racism and have never partnered or associated with any organization that harbors these beliefs so i don't know what that i guess they no i don't always believe when people say stuff all the mission (laughs) statements and statements we know that these kinds of statements are par for the course right we know that black lives matter it's february mm -hmm. but we want you know hopefully that hopefully there are some actionable steps that have been taken um by the organization at the organizational level to Mm -hmm. sort of really uh, you know, match the weight of some of these promises to fulfill yes. some of these uh lofty goals and aspirations and beliefs and commitments to past the diversity higher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we really this we gotta get to the to the to the crux mm-hmm. of that as well. There's lots of language and rhetoric around these things without mm-hmm. actual what are you doing to change and how do we know that change has been made? Um, those things really need to be laid out. Um, and so this is a lot. This is a lot. And I've been thinking a lot about this because even in in a, after this year, this not the past this past year, George Floyd, Beyonce Taylor, mm-hmm. lots of organizations have made these commitments, but they really have stopped at mm-hmm. the point of these um, institutional uh, mission statements and mm-hmm. vision statements. And we're integrating this in the strategic plan and so forth and so on. Um. And, you know, you also see lots of scholarships and lots of money being thrown at people Mm 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, how much of those resources are being funneled into strategically changing systems and structures that are, you know, that literally have been designed to sort of uphold white supremacy. Those things are the things that need to be torn down. We got to fix that. We got to flip the house like the mm-hmm. Property Brothers. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this because it's something I want to write about because I, I've used Property Brothers as an analogy in a lot of the work that I do at work. Right. You know, we got to gut the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, you can't go in to you. The Property Brothers, they're going to flip a house. It's, they don't just be doing cosmetic changes. It's, oh, it's no. The than, Greyhound twins get to the this root what I'm of saying. the problem. It's deeper than a coat of paint. You yeah, know what I'm nah. saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's going to have to be some demolition. Y'all going to have to bust Structural, up some stuff. Electric, you know what I'm saying? Structural dismantling. That's the kind of that's the kind of energy that we need, right? Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. I'm, I'm trying to do an op-ed. I hope nobody don't steal my idea, but I <laughs> I want to do an op-ed because literally, there's a lot of things that the Property Brothers can teach us about institutional mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta chew on that. My brain gets Yo, but if anybody if if I if I get a whiff <laughs> if I get a whiff that a nigga even breathed something like that, I know exactly where it came from, and I'm gonna find your ass too. So don't even fucking try it. Just Ooh. applaud Kia and keep it I'm fucking pushing. I'm serious, though. I think that we, that's so true. We all sit up and watch the Property Brothers. We be watching these TV. There's so much good analogy there. Do you know how much like, Property Brothers I binge? I watch you know them what I'm Great Danes all it's through so my true, pregnancy. Though. It's so true. And you can have a plan. You go into mm-hmm. your demolition. You go into your flip with a plan. Oh, because bitch, when they start you... doing the virtual tours first. Listen, this is the, and you this got is the your I... whole plan laid mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You get in that, you get in that joint, start busting down them walls. Then it be like, oh no, sis, you got asbestos. Oh shit. Well, before we can get to bringing in these new windows, we got to address this issue, right? This it's is true. an issue. It's an issue that's in the walls, and they tell that, you why you don't want to brush over that issue. Absolutely. Or you saying that ain't no beams, like y'all, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no beams in your ceiling. Mm-hmm. Or it's not till you get in the, into them walls that you feel like all mm-hmm. that you find out all your your electrical wiring is faulty. So mm-hmm. people come into institutions as figures, figureheads, right? They don't even know what kind of problems they inheriting. They buy the house, mm-hmm. they get in there and realize that the whole place is crawling with termites and asbestos. Mm-hmm. And they trying to they trying to flip the house in six months. It's not happening. It's not captain it's not don't steal my idea y'all i'ma write it you better i'ma write it i'ma write it it's gonna be a thing well that's it for our trash this week actually uh and this is our final week of graduation announcements oh yes so we're foregoing a kitchen table talk it's gonna be graduation announcements and then we're gonna go straight into the honesty box so shall we meet over there we shall let's do it let's do it let's do it last year showed us that you never know what life is going to throw at you if you use credit cards to pay for unexpected expenses it can be overwhelming to manage that debt take control with upstart so you know exactly what to expect upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online whether it's paying off credit cards consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses Over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. 
you can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash grown. That's upstart.com slash grown. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash grown. Planned Parenthood asked me to show someone how I see them, like I really see them. So this ad is dedicated to none other than you, sister. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Surprise. I see you for the hard work that you put in. And even though it's not under uh, the easiest circumstances all the time, you get it done. And um, I see the way that you care. Uh, You're always... You're always checking your own accountability of self. You know what I'm saying? And trying to make sure that uh, the way that you show up in this world is the way that other people deserve, which I think is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're one of the funniest heifers (laughs) I've ever met in my my life. Okay. Uh, I feel very lucky to get to see you, the real you, (laughs) Takiya Nicole Robinson, doctor. Um, I don't even know what to say to that. I really appreciate that you see me. And you see all of me and you don't judge me. You accept me. You love me. And you know that I love you. Planned Parenthood sees you, truly sees you, not as patients, but as people. Also deserving of understanding and compassionate quality health care and education. And they understand the importance of having access to that care so you can define exactly where you're going. Visit BeSeen.org to learn more about how Planned Parenthood is here to see you become who you will be. That's BeSeen.org. All right, let's get to it, man. We've got graduation announcements and plenty of them, so I'm going to jump right in. Hello, my beautiful queens. Hey, girl. (laughs) I just want y'all to know my friends and I listen to you all faithfully and continue to be inspired. Jay, keep reading people for filth. Dr. Kia, keep being you. (laughs) 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 there's some shade in there somewhere i just can't put my finger on it i can't put my finger i don't know who is directed at but i just know it's some shade in there somewhere it's one of us one of us one of us is getting shot at one of us i don't know who but i heard the shots go i heard them off they off okay i'm sorry i'm gonna get back I would like to give a shout out to my sister, Alexandria R., who recently graduated from the University of Southern Mississippi with her master's in higher education. Oh, she attended one of your events in D.C. for Team Typing Fast. Well, hey, girl. Hey. Uh, She accepted a job offer at the University of Arizona. Please pray for her on this new journey. And Dr. Kia, send her your blessings in academia. I sure will. Congratulations, Alexandria. Um, And thank you for your work. The University of Arizona is is better for having you. Okay, girl, go ahead and be great. Be brilliant. Be brilliant now. And wear your sunscreen. That's right. Drink your water because it's dry out there. It's dry. It's dry. dry. But you'll be all right, sis. Will. Sure will. Good morning, Jade and Kia. (laughs) Sending y'all love from Atlanta. I'm a fan for real and not for play play. I came to the podcast show y'all did with the friend zone. And anywho, I would like to shout out my dang self for the graduation announcements. I, Jasmine Kelly, graduated with a doctor of education and higher education. 
Leadership oh from Clark Atlanta University Go on ahead. May 15th, 2021 at 3 p.m. That's I am right. so very blessed and proud of myself and my village that assisted me because we cannot do such things on our own. Ashe, Ashe. The road <laughs> has been tough for me, but bless, bless, bless nonetheless. The fact that I am now Dr. Kelly still has not set in yet. I look forward to continuing to grow in this profession and make waves for other students and whatever the endeavor upon. Kia, the field is small, so when the world opens up, I'm sure I will see you at one of these conferences, child. That's it, girl. Y'all take care, and I will keep listening. P.S. I attached a pic because I was giving in my graduation yes, pictures. Yes, you Was, were, and did. Go ahead, Dr. Kelly. Go ahead, Dr. Kelly. Look at that. Look at that. Two in a row. I love it. Niggas is getting I great live. out here. Hello, Dr. Kia and Jade. I really hope I'm not too late. You ain't, girl. I'm so proud to announce the graduation of my very good friend, Edith Bennett. First of her name, may I add, <laughs> yes, <laughs> who obtained her Master's of Public Health from the University of Auckland with an official graduation day of June 1st. Well done, E. I am so proud of you from your big sis, a.k.a. Doc McStuffin. Thank you for everything um, you do and are in the places which you move, ladies. You have made me laugh, motivated me to hold my head high in spaces I... Uh, felt small well my eyeball is doing so much sorry I was contact lipping just contact uh, just jumping around in my eye and um help hold me accountable to the raggedy habits when i'm um what falling into unhelpful patterns sorry girl um and that is from tatiana so thank you so much tatiana for sending that and congratulations to your good friend edith bennett first of her name congratulations edith Edith is the University of Auckland in Australia. I think so, but don't quote me. I'll look it up while you read the next. Okay, one. yeah, I'm really curious about that, especially since I'm watching Drag Race Down Under right now. <laughs> but I will get to the next announcement. No, it's in New Zealand, though. Oh, New Zealand. Okay, so a neighbor, <laughs> a neighbor, got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> that was more British, I think. Um. I don't know how they sound in New Zealand. I'm sorry. It's more like um, <laughs> it's like a British, but it's like more like a you know. It's got I don't know, but let me stop doing that because when they imitate Americans, it's ignorant. So let me, <laughs> so let me not. Let me stop. Okay. Good afternoon, Doctor Kia. I had to be sure I spelled it right. And Chef Jade. That's Here right. You Thank you. K-E-I-A. Respect on it. That's it. It's been a long time coming, but I can finally say that I officially have a Bachelor's of Science of Public Affairs from Texas Southern University. Okay. HBCU. It took seven years and two school changes, but I did it. Go My ahead. mama can now brag that both of her girls hold degrees. Thank you, ladies, for being a light and a voice of reason. Stay safe out here in this pen, dulce. P.S. <laughs> Here's some of my grab pictures because I'm trying to show everybody. And oh my God, her hat says, Mama, we made it. You look Aww. beautiful and amazing. I love and that it. is from Amber Pollard. Congratulations, Amber. I love it. Congratulations, Amber. Hello, aunties. I'm keeping this short, simple, and sweet. I finally did it. I graduate as an LPN licensed practical nursing degree with the great class of January 2021. I landed a wonderful job before I finished school, and I also passed the uh, NCLEX. Yes. I will be moving to Houston, Texas to 
further my education in the medical field where I will be bridging over into the physician's assistance program. Yes. Thank you for your time to recognize each one um, and their accomplishments. And I want to say congratulations to all the graduates. Love, uh, Balikia Isom. I think, mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that correctly. But thank you, um, Balikia, and congratulations. All the way from South Carolina. Purr. <laughs> Purr. Purr. Where is Rolling Ray? Okay, sorry. Uh, I, I need to. <laughs> probably good. Probably good. Uh, hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. First, I wanted to say a huge thank you for getting grown. I have been a longtime listener, and this podcast has brought me so much joy. You all just bring us a lot of joy. I just want so you much. to know that. You all bring us a lot of fucking joy. Today, I want to shout out myself for graduating from Duke University with That's my it. Bachelor of Arts degree in Gender, Sexuality, and Feminist Studies with no debt. Shout out, Full Ride. Nice. I'm so proud of myself. Five years ago, That's I ran away from home due to severe abuse and was homeless for a year. Now I'm a whole graduate and about to start my Master of Social Work MSW degree this fall in England, Brunel University, London, so that I can be a strong advocate for children in situations like mine. That's right. I love that. It has been a journey, but I did it. And I'm so grateful for my foster mom for having my back through all of this. I also signed a lease today. Hey, so to go from experiencing homelessness to getting my first apartment. Wow. Look at God. I am immensely excited about what my future holds. And I'm so proud of myself for pushing through and making my dreams a reality. And did I mention that even with the pandemic, I maintained an A average. Thank you. you. Okay. Thank you for giving us space to celebrate our achievements. I nearly dropped out of Duke, but God had better plans. Yes, he did. Love, Eric. Okay, excuse me. Let me say this right. June Eric Udorie. All right. Udorie. Yes. June, we love you. We really, really do. And we're so, 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 so proud of you and so happy for you. You better do it. And we want to see pictures of how you decorate your spot when you do. Of course. Yes, please. Do share. Jade and Takia. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, is this our mothers? Yeah. Jade and Takia. Praise the Lord, niggas. My little brother and three of my cousins all graduated from college this year. All praises and glory be to God. She said glory. Glory. He said glory. Glory with like at least eight A's. Okay. Um, this was an emotional graduation because our grandmother passed away shortly before mm. this ghetto. Uh what? <laughs> what is that word is that? Get- I don't even know that word. Pena- Pena- panopticon. Panopticon. <laughs> panopticon. I need to know if that's a real word. This ghetto panopticon. I'm, I'm gonna look it up while you finish. This would be the first graduation she has missed. Oh, and it was a hard one to celebrate. Mm. But despite the emotional and overwhelming celebration, it was overshadowed by the joy of having yet another four black males enter this nation as educated individuals. First, Jimmy Dwight Morton Jr. graduated from Eastern Kentucky University with a Bachelor's of Business and Technology. He was a full-time student and a full and full-time in the National Guard, paid his own way through college, through scholarships, military, and out of pocket. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. James 
James Demet Jackson III graduated from the University of Kentucky with a Bachelor in Arts. We expect to see Jack on the big screen one day as he pursues a career in television. Yes. Carlos Lewis Jr. graduated from the University of Kentucky with a Bachelor's in Business. Los is someone we expect to see in Forbes magazine. He has already been named one of Forbes under 30 scholars in 2019. Okay. Clifton L. Jackson graduated from the University of Kentucky with a bachelor's in social work. Cliff was a leader on campus in multiple organizations, and he is well on his way to becoming a case manager. My grandmother had 13 grandchildren, and in birth order, she is now nine for nine for college degrees. She has four more who are still in high school and in college. Won't he do it? Um, and and uh, that's from Hillary. Um, and, and Jimmy is her little brother. Um, and she sent a picture of, of the of the four graduates. And I just want to first say that Cliff, Jack, Jimmy, and Los, those are some sturdy black names. Okay, and I just, let me tell I you just something. really, really want to say that we don't have enough sturdy black names in, in the world anymore. We don't. You know, we out here with Moneybag Yo and all that. But yeah, we no, need mm-mm. some Blue Jimmy face. Dwight Morton Juniors we out do. here. Some okay, James Dimmitt Jackson the third, and L. Jacksons out yeah. here. And I just want to commend these young men for honoring these sturdy black names the way that they have mm-hmm. by earning these degrees. We're very proud of you all. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks again, Hillary, for writing in to share um, um, the accomplishments of your brother and your three cousins. I would also like to say I was confused at first because I thought James and Jimmy were the same person. So I'm so glad that they're not. And then I also and I'm also glad they're not brothers because one time I met two brothers named uh, Robert and Bobby. And when I tell you that has (laughs) never that has never left my soul, I was highly irritated. But anyway, (laughs) oh, and also a panopticon is a disciplinary concept brought to life in the form of a central observation tower placed within a circle of prison cells. From the tower, a guard can see every cell and inmate, but the inmates cannot see into the tower. Prisoners will never know whether or not they are being watched. Hillary is the vocabulary champion. Let me tell you something. I had no earthly idea what a panopticon was. I couldn't even say it. I was a little intimidated by the word. It was real. Had no clue. I love y'all. Thank you, Hillary. (laughs) I love that it's now a game that we call the pandemic and everything but a pandemic. When I tell you, I can't wait to see the rest. Like, I'm actually sad about the announcements ending just because I want you all to keep giving me new words. Because it's always a pendejo to me, but I I I love to to see the variation in a sentence tomorrow. (laughs) Hmm. I'm going to work that out. Hmm. You will not panopticon me. (laughs) (laughs) You will not watch me from your tower and I don't know you're watching. (laughs) All right. Our next announcement reads, greetings and salutations, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. My name is Ali and I adore your podcast. It is my mood stabilizer and that godforsaken Tampa traffic and during my lunch break at work. Shout out to my girl Tasha for putting me onto the show earlier this year. I wanted to give a quick graduation shout out to my good sis, Miss Tita Mills, for receiving her Master of Arts in Human Resource Management from Central Michigan University. She actually completed the program last year, but due to the (laughs) (laughs) Panama Canal, (laughs) she wasn't able to walk until May 15th. I'm so very proud and happy for her. I would also like to include myself in this graduation shout out on June 20th. 
2021, I will be graduating with a master's in public administration oh, nice. from National University in San Diego and starting a second master's program from for organizational leadership that same month, both of which are on government's dime. Hello, come on, Jesus. I hope I followed the short and cute guidelines. I absolutely love you both. Thanks for what you do, Ali. Oh, Ali. 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 Oh, it might be Ali because your name's Allison. Yes, Ali. Okay, Ali. I just sorry, be, Allie. I'm sorry, Ali. I just I like saying Ali. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations, Boo. Shout out to you. For sure. Greetings, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. First of all, thank you both for all the laughter, tears, and amazing top com- topical conversations for me and my friends. Makeshift therapy sessions. Okay. My week is not complete without the two of you. Aw. I've been listening for two years now, waiting for the day I could submit my own graduation shout out. As of May 14th, 2021, at 27 years old, I officially, I am officially Dr. Halal Al-Nagar. Um, sorry, Halal. Yeah, Al-Najjar. Sorry. Um, Halal. 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 Halal Al-Najjar. Halal. 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 That's like Halal Brothers. No. Halal. 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 Hello, Al Najjar. Sorry, girl. It's beautiful though. It's Hala so good, Al-Najjar. and I just keep messing. Al Najjar, Doctor Al Najjar, Doctor Al Najjar. Uh, I graduated with my PhD in sociology from the University of California Merced, and defended my dissertation titled "Reclaiming Our Muslimness: Intersectional Identities of Muslim American Women in Higher Education." There was a potential job with my name on it. Uh, in our campus office of equity, diversity, and inclusion. So I expedited my graduation process and wrote the entire 168 page document between January and April while also working 30 to 40 hours a week. Hello. Good morning. (laughs) I was beyond ready to start making some real ass money and push through to do what I thought would be impossible. Now here I am with a doctorate and gainful employment. I am so, so, so proud of all the graduates who managed to push through, especially during a pita bread. And thank you both for holding this space to celebrate ourselves and each other with so much love, Dr. Hala Al-Najjar. I said it right, finally. Thank you, Dr. Al-Najjar. I'm so sorry that I butchered your name. I'm very sorry. But I'm very proud of you. Your dissertation sounds brilliant. It does. And I'm sure that you will be uh, a force within the field. Can't wait to hear more from you. Congratulations again. Absolutely. Yay. Hello, ladies. I would like to give my good, good friend, Christina Cookie Love, a shout out for retiring from the United States Air Force after 20 years of service. I love it. She is a wonderful friend and this accomplishment is well deserved. And that is from Tiffany Dickerson. Yes. You better retire. Go ahead, Christina. Retire. And I hope that you get to do nothing for the rest of your days if that's what you want to do. Sit down, period. Uh, the next uh, y'all, y'all are so you lot, you guys are my people. The, I, every time I see how many church people listen to this, I'm so fascinated. You guys are my people. Okay. <laughs> Megan writes, giving honor to God who is the head of my life. 
<laughs> to Dr. Kia and Chef Jade and the other graduates present, I have been awaiting the moment when I could send in this email and my time has come. Praise be saints. Your girl, Megan Nicole Sims, graduated May 13, 2021 <laughs> with a master's in clinical mental health counseling from Chicago State University. By no means has this been an easy journey. I really went through the twists and turns and trials and tribulations, but God, there have been times when I was close to saying F this and throwing in the towel. <laughs> she said, shout out to Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! She said, but I had a praying grandmama and a mama on my side, no, and I know the right. Lord did not bring me this far to leave me. Unfortunately, my grandma passed a few months before I graduated. Real niggas love their grandmas. Amen. But I know she was watching her favorite grandchild graduate virtually. I secured a job with the site I interned with. So I was working and virtually graduating at the same damn time. I, I plan right. to sit this uh, this fall for my LPC, Licensed Professional Counseling Exam, so the price can continue to go up. That's I'm right. now considering uh, getting my PhD because I think about the impact my black female professors had on me. And I want to be able to continue to impact lives in addition to being a black counselor. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for this space to celebrate ourselves and each other and our magical and smart black selves. Sincerely, Megan Sims. Thank you, Megan. Congratulations. Megan. <laughs> she said, child, we was in the pita bread. Okay. I am hollering. Hi, Jade and Kia. Thanks for all that you are to your listeners. Y'all are amazing. And this podcast has impacted my life's journey so many in so many ways. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to shout out my bonus son, Dawood Alexander, for graduating high school from the Simon Gratz High School in the great city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Hubs and I are so excited, excited and proud of Dawood. I hope I'm saying that right. He will be starting classes at Temple University in the fall, majoring in finance at the Fox School of Business. Yes, come on, yes. Temple. My bonus son has been in my life since he was six years old, and I'm just so proud to be a part of his life and witness his growth and journey. He's worked so hard and deserves all the flowers. Love you, Dawood. Appreciate you both for providing a space for these announcements. Congrats to all the graduates out here learning, thriving, and changing the world around us. Y'all absolutely are. And that's from Portia from Philly. Thank you, yes. Portia. Congratulations, the Wood. Absolutely. So proud of you. And you better tear things up at Temple. Not literally, but I mean in the classroom. Okay. Hi, Dr. <laughs> Kia and Chef Jade. I am writing to celebrate my own graduation and panty degree. I graduated with my master's in social work from the University of Texas at Arlington back in August 2020. And I had the opportunity to walk the stage earlier this month. Mm -hmm. God truly works in mysterious ways. I was feeling overwhelmed and almost quit again a week before lockdown. Suddenly, I had all the time to focus on my studies while sitting my booty at home. I thank you both for the community that you have created. It has inspired me in my own life to form deep connections as well as reminding me why I want to be a social worker to improve the outcomes of black girls who have been counted out and overlooked. Thank you again. Um, and that is from Victoria Ellison with love. Victoria, girl, Victoria, so let me tell you about this star shots, okay. these small photo these background, like, honey, you I got your am good living. white pants on your blue shoes. I see you. She's giving up. me she's giving me those bubbles in the background i mean it's giving very much club uh photo but oh, i love it it is it is 
the mall 2001. <laughs> I am living Victoria. Do I mean, it is, a, me? it is a mood, a total mood. You are super cute. Dear Jade and Kia, it's my honor to announce my cousin, Jelly Sinclair, first of her name, <laughs> is graduating. K-Trap Horns, hey, hey, hey. Oh, Q-Trap Horns. I'm sorry, that was, that was, that was real Mexican to me. She's graduating with a major in social science and a minor in Spanish from Portland State in this June. We're all very proud of her and her diligent work that's brought her to this monumental milestone. She's off to grad school in the fall, then she'll finally be unleashed on the high school population where she can help all the weird kids bloom into their full potential. (laughs) Thanks for the opportunity to brag about my cousin, ladies. Love you all. And that's from Micah. Thank you, Micah. And shout out to you, Jelly Sinclair. I hope you use your whole name all the time. (laughs) I love it. I love a jelly. I went to college with a jelly. I have never known a jelly, but I wish I had. Her name was Jamila, but we call her jelly. It was good. Hey, Dr. Kia and Dr. By Association J. Thank you for putting some respect on my name. <laughs> so I'm going to try to get right to the point because ain't nobody got all day. There you go. <laughs> I'm so happy to finally be able to shout myself out for graduating. I basically wrote a letter to myself. So here I go. Hey, girl. Congrats <laughs> on graduating. I love you so much. You fucking did that shit, bitch. <laughs> What in the world? Finding out you were pregnant right before spring break of your final quarter of undergrad was some real shit. (laughs) I cannot believe you finished while being exhausted every day and having consistent and awful morning sickness. It's lucky we had a girl that's so beautiful or I'd be a little upset. Anyway, congratulations on getting your degree in the middle of the pandemic. We ain't never did no ghetto shit like this before. (laughs) And man, has it truly been the ghetto. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. F you 2020. You sucked, except you gave me my baby so half fuck you <laughs> what <laughs> is happening congratulations on having a healthy beautiful smart silly and hilarious baby girl your uterus snapped and we <laughs> clap for her I am actually wheezing. <laughs> Congratulations on getting your job this week. You secured the bag and your future. You that bitch. Big B. And the B stands for bands, baby. With love, Brianna, a.k.a. your girl, Bree Hammy. <laughs> Woo, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, my stomach hurts. Brie Hammy oh is God. absolutely out of her mind. Is I attached pictures baby. to my baby because who doesn't want to see a baby? Hopefully it doesn't mess up the format. Oh. Oh, oh wait. She said I didn't have to read that part. But anyway, but I love y'all. <laughs> thank, thank you for continuously being such a continuously being such an inspiration. Y'all consistency is great. I cannot believe y'all still doing this. Thank you, <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> Yo. I hope y'all have great weeks and years in life. Sincerely, Brianna Hammy, DePaul shit. University, class of 2020. That just gave me a is headache. Is she crazy? Yes, or is she, she is. Crazy? What? Ooh, she's Look out of her mind, and I love child. it. Look at this baby. Oh. Do you see this baby with these big, beautiful eyes and this I little smile? I can't be smile? even bothered with her. I can't. She is so I dumb. Can. I can't. <laughs> she said, I can't believe y'all doing this. That's I still can't believe y'all doing I can't either, bitch, but y'all, yeah, I hate to say it. 
Bitch, Ooh. I know. We've been doing it for four years. I know. Is she? <laughs> oh my gosh. Woo, Thank Brianna, you, you are a hoot and a holler. And I do Thank hope you. that you come to a live show in the future one day. Oh God. That Ooh. Was good. Hello, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. Greetings hey, all the way from the Bahamas. Hey. All right. I'm coming. I used to date a nigga from the Bahamas. I've been an avid listener to your podcast for the past three years, and I couldn't wait for this moment to send in a graduation announcement. I want to take this time to graduate my sister cousin, Katora Giovanna Sherell Bethel, right. on receiving oh. her bachelor's degree oh, in architecture, name. okay, <laughs> from the University of Arkansas. Baby girl has worked hard for five years and managed to juggle her social life, a part-time job receiving multiple promotions, and maintaining an average GPA of 3.5 to 4.0 from the jump. Fresh Sweet. before crossing the stage to receive her degree, she received a job offer in another state, which she has accepted. I'm so proud of her for making her mark on the world and representing our beautiful island. Big things are in store for her. Thank you, ladies, for the opportunity to congratulate her and many other graduates during this season. Stay safe, and I pray you continue to always have what you need. And that's from Imani. Ah, Imani, congratulations. Katora Giovanna Sherell Bethel. I love it. I love it. Congratulations, boo. And thank you, Imani, for writing in. First of all, I want to let everybody know that this young lady's name is Monejo. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can you not? Why did you do that? (laughs) That's what it says. Monet, because you already know. Like, you already know. (laughs) She's like, I already know. Oh my gosh. Dear Jade and Kia, <laughs> I hope you are both well. I would like to have my best friend Tamoya featured since she recently recently graduated with the Masters of Science in Nursing. She's whip smart. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> smart as a whip. Oh, I love it. She's whip smart and I love her so much. I don't know where I would be without her. She's a born leader. I truly admire her and it's Especially the way she treats others. I hope it's not too late for this. It's not, girl. It's not. I Monet thoroughly Ho. enjoy listening to your podcast, and I'm grateful for you both. Thank you for sharing your life experiences. Sincerely, Monet Ho. Thank you, Monet. Monet. Thank you, Monet. and congratulations to Tamoya. We're proud of you, sis. I'm so glad you better you be us. whip smart. I'm gonna have to use that whip smart. I'm whip, whip smart, smart, girl. You're mad. She's like, I'm grateful for you both, but not after this episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you put Monet Ho. You know he gonna laugh. You know what's biting. I'm sorry. Especially after Brianna's email. I was just, I'm sorry. I hope I wasn't offensive. Her Blame name Brianna. Blame I'm Brianna. Sorry. It's her fault, actually. Because she it came in here fault. just being raggedy. Being, I mean raggedy. But thank oh. you, Monet. We love you, girl. Yes, we do, boo. Monet Ho. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dr. Kia, Chef Jade. This is a little hey. unorthodox compared to the traditional announcements. But shout out to my best friend, Alexa, yes. who graduated her first class of kindergarten students. The pandemic oh. chaos ruined the shout out I planned for her graduation from college last year. 
Alexa took over in the late fall after the previous teacher left the school and challenge is not the word for what she faced. Mm -hmm. There were all kinds of behavior challenges and educational challenges with the kids being behind their benchmarks, but she made it through it all. She even managed to pull off the cutest Black History Living Museum featuring the tiniest, proudest little representation of Ruby Bridges I've ever seen. I really want to see this. Most importantly, every single student saw massive improvement reading and hitting the benchmark, so they're all headed to the first grade. Congratulations to Alexa and her first graduated class of kindergartners. Not bad for a first-year teaching girl. Black educators matter. I'm so glad they had you. She signed up for another year, so pray for her, y'all. LOL. Thanks for reading this. And that's from Diamond. Love him. Congratulations, Alexa. That is no easy feat. Kindergartners on Zoom. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. The ghetto. Mm-hmm. You did that, though, girl. <clears throat> Ended. Chef Jade and Dr. Kia, I want to shout myself out for finishing my master's in social work from the University of California. It's been an overwhelming year, plus being in grad school in the middle of the pendejo. But I'm <laughs> grateful to say I made it through the through with great with the grace of God. I didn't send in my submission for my undergrad, but damn it, I deserve this. I'm proud of this accomplishment and who I'm becoming. I'm so thankful for this space you've created for black women of all ages to be our authentic selves and celebrate our accomplishments. Love you both. Shania. Yes, Shania. Thank you, girl. Congratulations, Bue. That's a Bue. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, ladies. First of all, I'd like to give honor to God, who is the head of my life. Without him, none of this would be possible. Amen. Next, I knocked my lamp doing all of that. Next, I'd like to thank you two for continuing to provide us with the entertainment, thoughtful discussions down to the kitchen table and something to look forward to each Tuesday. I waited so late to write this because I struggle with congratulating myself, but I deserve the acknowledgement after surviving this crazy year. Before I talk about myself, though, I want to give a shout out to my goddaughter, Cassidy, for graduating fifth grade. She attended virtual school all year, but stayed motivated and completed all her work. My girl will be starting middle school next year. I'd also like to shout out my oldest niece, Michaela, who will be graduating high school this Saturday. She will be attending college this fall and plans on studying nursing. That child has amazing grade grades, works after school, is a student athlete, and an amazing older sister. I'm so proud of the both of them. Finally, I'd like to shout out my damn self for finally finishing grad school. I graduated on May 7th with my master's in curriculum and instruction, teaching technology from Northwest Missouri State University. I started this journey about six years ago, but quit because teaching and schoolwork was too much. Even though I'm a teacher, I'll admit that I'm not the best student. I'm not sure why I decided a pandemic was the first time for me to try again, but I enrolled in summer 2020 and finished the program in a year. Yes. There were so many challenges that almost held me back from teaching virtual and in person at the same time, catching COVID the first month of school, losing my dog and my aunt. We're so sorry. My mental health struggles and so many other things. But God, I know it was nothing but him that helped me push through this year. I want to say to anyone who feels like they can't, please keep going. We owe it to ourselves to do great things. We got this. Thank you both so much. Much love and blessings. And that's from Autumn J. Yes, Sarah. Yes, with these pictures from these first graders. Oh, I love this. So cute. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sending the pictures. Oh, this is one of our friends. Okay. Greetings, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Praise the Lord, niggas. I hope this announcement makes it to you all in time. Of course it did. And did. And no... 
In November 2018, I traveled from Louisiana to attend the Getting Grown uh, live show in Atlanta with my bestie and sister, Heather. Hey, Heather. Hey, Heather. During the show, I had the opportunity to ask for advice on dealing with a mid-career crisis. You both challenged me to figure out what I wanted to do and encouraged me to just do it and take the risk. You both emphasized I was not too old and it was not too late to make a change. Well, ladies, your encouragement gave me the push I needed. In 2019, I started graduate school while working full time. I spent the first nine months of school uh, splitting my time between the University of Louisiana and Texas before relocating just in time for the pandemic shutdown. Even after being laid off due to the panorama, I remain focused on school. I am proud to announce I graduated on May 20th from Texas A&M University with an MBA and a 4.0 GPA. No wrinkle regalia. Work! (laughs) I thank you both so much for the encouragement I needed to take more risk and embrace change, even at my great big age. I also want to thank my husband, best friends, and family for supporting me through this journey, inspired by Dr. Kia. Oh, you're so sweet. Yes. I've decided to continue my journey in, ac- in academia and hope to start my fully funded PhD program in the fall of 2022. Hey. I'm no longer letting my age limit my ambitions. You both share in this accomplishment. Oh, thank you Aww. both again for all you do. You've made a big difference in my life. And that's from Judea. Judea! Yes, I love that. I'm so proud of you. So, so, so proud. So Come proud. On. I love the fact that the shit that I can't even remember, I say, y'all niggas remember. You take it, you <laughs> heed it. <laughs> Yo, this is amazing, truly and honestly. And we can't wait to read. Um, you know what? Don't We're not even going to wait till you're done with the program. You let us know when you get into the program. Yes. You let us know. You let us know when you get there. I love that. Congratulations, boo. So proud of you. Keep us posted. Please. Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I want to send a shout out to my amazing daughter, Jada Lewis, who completed the eighth grade last week. Yes, she had a virtual graduation on Wednesday, May 26th, followed by a parade celebration on Friday. And these 14 years have not been easy. She was diagnosed with conductive hearing loss and auditory, auditory processing disorder at a young age, but that did not stop her. She's been on multiple softball teams, played in her school's marching band. She's a great big sister and a wonderful artist who are just a few which are just a few of her talents. This pandemic separated us when I received a job in Chicago and she wanted to finish school with her classmates in New Orleans. So now she will join me and start high school in Chicago. I know she will persevere. Jada, you are talented, strong, and beautiful amongst other attributes. I'm honored to be your mother and cannot wait to see how you flourish in, in this new scary environment. Love, Bubby. And she Aww. included some beautiful pictures of her and Jada. Yes. Oh, y'all are so gorgeous. So cute. I love it. I love it. Thank Congratulations, Jada. Thank you, Bubby. Congratulations, Jada. Hey, Jade and Kia, I love the show. The graduate shout-outs are my favorite part of the year. I would love to give a graduation shout-out to my favorite cousin, Brittany. She graduated with her master's in social work last week from Fordham University. B, I am so proud of you and excited to follow in your footsteps and graduate with my master's next year. I love you beyond measure, cousin. Congrats to all the class of 2021, Courtney. Thank you, Courtney. And you attach your picture of Brittany. Isn't she gorgeous? Yes, Yes, she she is. is. I mean, you better stunt. These are everything. Congratulations, Brittany. And Courtney, we'll be looking forward to your announcement next year. That's it. Hi, Chef TT Jade and Dr. TT Kia. 
Yes, I'm back. I thank God for both of you. You've been a space of respite in my life and during a dang perpendicular. <laughs> Firstly, I'd love to shout out my nephew, Zarmoni Clinton. Zarmani, excuse me. Zarmani Clinton, who graduated high school. Okay, ever, ever my love, my dear, sweetest honey buns. I hate this font. <laughs> I hate this font so much, but I love you. Who graduated high school in 2020. His journey was not an easy one, but it was well worth it. I love you, Binky, so much, and I'm so proud of you, honey. Secondly, I'd love to shout out Dr. Jasmine Akinyi. Yes, Akinyi. Catherine Kwasa for attaining her PhD from Carnegie Mellon's Electrical and Computer Engineering Program. Okay. She is simply breathtaking, and I'm thankful to have met her at the BSGO General Body Meeting. It is her existence for me. <laughs> and last but not least, I'm shouting myself out. I ever Renaya about that action Clinton have obtained <laughs> have obtained my Master of Architecture degree from Carnegie Mellon's Master of Architecture program. I'm forever grateful for those who've supported me through this journey and those who fought for me when my department and problematic professors have just dropped the ball and let it roll across the street in the middle of traffic. Looking back, I should have just whooped their asses, but I got things to lose. The hood fit to have another architect in the family as I work towards being a licensed architect. I come as one, but stand as 10,000. That's from Ever Clinton. Ever! Very nice. We love it. Congratulations. And congratulations Congratulations to Dr. Jasmine Akinyi and Catherine Kwasa. Dr. Jasmine Akinyi, Catherine Kwasa. I think that is one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hi, Jade and Kia. How are y'all? My name is actually, can I get a pseudonym? Give her a pseudonym. Uh, Malika. Malika. Longtime listener, first time caller. I'm writing to give a few graduation shout outs. First off, I'm a first grade teacher in Baltimore. While my first graders don't graduate and go to second grade. I want to recognize all of the hard work they've put in during such a trying school year. I'm so proud of my first graders for their resilience and positive attitudes. I can't wait for them to experience second grade and I know they'll rock. Next, I want to shout out all the 2020 grads out there that are getting a chance to relive their commencement experiences. That includes my brother who graduated with a BA in finance and is currently working at a big four accounting firm. Mm. Super proud of all he's accomplished through his undergrad um, and this last year throughout his undergrad in this last year. Lastly, I want to give myself a shout out. I too am a 2020 grad, but wasn't able to write in last year. I graduated with my master's of science and education from Johns Hopkins University School of Education. That was all done through the grace of God and my own hard work, LOL. It was getting, it was difficult getting there, but grateful for the support of my village. I'm also grateful that my father was able to witness both his 2020 grads before passing in July, 2020. Um, Anywho, thank you both for all the work and time you put in to uplift the community. I hope y'all know how much you are appreciated. Enjoy the rest of your week. And that's from, you said Malika? Malika. Thank you, Malika, girl. And shout out to your brother, you and your brother and your students. Yes. Shout out to the babies. We're proud of all of you. Everybody. Every last person. And we look forward to hearing from you. Yes. Hi, Jade and Kia. I sent y'all a graduation announcement this time last year when I got my bachelor's, so it's a little weird for me to be typing this year. Oh, 
typing this a year later, but I graduated from Syracuse University with a master's in television, radio, and film on May 23rd. Getting two degrees and moving in the midst of a pandemic has been quite intense. I had many sleepless nights where I could talk to God and ask him if going to grad school was the right decision and if I was fulfilling his plan for me. At this point, I think it's safe to say that I am. While at Syracuse, I was able to produce, edit a podcast for two of my professors, write multiple scripts and produce a short film, two pilot plus two pilots. Yes. I even awarded I was even awarded an A. I could I can read, I promise. William Bloom Award for my work as a TA. I just secured a job in New York, which is a little scary because I've never been to the city. It's okay, it's not that bad. But I'm really excited to venture out on my own and do work that I'm passionate about. I want to thank the both of you for giving graduates this platform to be recognized. Getting Grown has taught me so much about what it means to be an adult. So it's great to know that the two of you are able to hear about some of the things I've got going on in my journey into adulthood. Y'all are incredible and always motivate me to keep moving forward in life. Your little cousin in my head, Doria. Yeah. Doria. Oh, you're so cute. Proud of you. Your pictures are amazing. Gorgeous. Yes, skin. Do you see this skin? So cute. She looks good. Okay. What's poppin', Dr. Kia and honorary Dr. Chef Jade? Again, more respect of my name. Thank you. (laughs) I know y'all got a lot of these things, so I'm going to keep it cute. I want to send a huge congratulations to my girlfriend, Naya Allen, a.k.a. Satellite Shawty, on completing (laughs) her master's degree in aerospace engineering from the University of Minnesota back in December. She is also a graduate of the Tuskegee University, where she completed her bachelor's in aerospace as well and is currently a systems engineer at the Boeing Company in St. Louis. A whole six-figure nigga. Okay. At the the months of tirelessly writing and revising her thesis and making them pages clap, she's finally on the other side, and I couldn't be more proud of her proud of her smart ass oh sorry excuse me i couldn't be more proud of this smart ass fine ass boss ass hard working ass women it's up and it's stuck okay warm regards jada yes jada thank you jada congratulations nia is it nia Nia or nia oh no we love it to see you honey you better be a whole aerospace engineer okay I live in, in a pantsuit. Do you in hear a blue me? Pantsuit. Okay, a baby perch blue queen perch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hi, big sisters, Jade and Kia. My name is Kayla Britt, and I graduated May 23rd with my master's of science in broadcast and digital journalism from Syracuse hey, University. I'm now the first in my family to have a bachelor's and a master's degree. My parents have always been my biggest cheerleaders and I owe them. I owe much of my success to them. I also have to thank my grad school tribe, Syara, uh, Deresha, and Maya. We held each other accountable, prayed for each other, and supported each other every step of the way. Thank you two for creating this space and celebrating us. Love you both. And that's from Caleb. Caleb included some pictures. Okay, you better give me a good suit. I live. You better give me a shiny shoe and a sneaker alternative. I love it. It's a (laughs) I love it. Fashions. Go ahead, Caleb. (laughs) Congratulations, boo. And all in and all the other friends. Oh, yes. All your other friends. Yes, your your circle. Um, because that's so important in grad school, Mm -hmm. honey. We all need a tribe. Hello, Jade and Kia. I first would like to say you both are a huge inspiration in my life. I tune into your podcast every week to get all the things I need. Thank you all for allowing us to celebrate our loved ones and their accomplishments on your platform. I would like to submit two graduation announcements. 
One for my baby sister, Marva, and the other for my cousin, Lavila. Marva will be graduating from Southeast Raleigh High School and starting school in the fall at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. My sister plans to join me in the science world and major in chemistry. I'm super excited about that. My younger cousin recently graduated from Wake Technical Community. Wait, sorry. My younger cousin recently graduated from Wake Technical Community College and will also be starting school at the University of North Carolina and Charlotte this fall. He plans to major in engineering. They both have worked extremely hard and made our family so proud. We have a very close-knit Liberian family, and we love to celebrate each other any chance we get. I'm so excited for the both of them, and I know they will be awesome in Charlotte. Love you both, your big sis and big cuz. Um, and I think... That's from Maggie. So thank you, Maggie. Thank and you, congratulations Maggie. to Marva and Lavila. Yes. Marva and Lavila. So oh, I have nice. a special attachment to Wake County in Raleigh, North Carolina. Thank you, Maggie, for writing in. Hello, aunties, niggas, and friends. My name is Janelle Alexis, and I would like to give a huge shout out to my baby sister, Jen- Jensen. Jensen. A. Crowder. Please allow me to brag. My good sis won first place in a national culinary competition back in high school, which awarded her a full tuition scholarship to Sullivan University. She went away to school, the first of my mother's children to go away, seven whole hours away to Kentucky. She kept her head on straight and prayed and suffered her way way to completing her associates in culinary science. Of course, she finished in March of 2020, right when COVID hit. Since being home, it has been a joy to see her as a growing on lady and watching her pursue her passion. Now the school has pushed back graduation a few times because on the pan burning with no handle. So my baby hasn't been able to walk, but it would just do something to me um, to not write in and shout her out to the people. My sister did that. My parents' child did that. Jensen, I'm so proud of you. I pray the best for your future. You know, I will always have your back. I look up to you not only because you're like 6'5", God damn, but because you have accomplished and excelled. You motivate me. Jensen cooks her ass off for no reason at all and will set up a brunch you can't conceptualize just for a nice Saturday activity. I'll attach photos. I can't wait. But baby girl, me, Jaleesa, mama, daddy, the kids, auntie Bridget, grandma, granny, everyone who knows and loves you are godly proud of you. Holler at Chef Jada and see where you can make use of your gifts. Aw, Jada and Kia. (laughs) Who's Jada? I love y'all with my soul and appreciate the getting grown opportunity. Keep on getting, uh, keep on keeping on in the good works. Sorry if it's long. It's not. And that's from Highways and Hedges. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where the pictures at? Where the pictures at Highways and Hedges? You didn't include them. No pictures of the brunch. I mean. uh, Um, Congratulations, Jensen. Yes, congratulations, Jensen. Hello, Aunt Jade and Aunt Takiya. I want to give myself a shout out for graduating from the University of Houston with Go a Bachelor Cougars! of Science in Political Science and a minor in History. In 2015, I discovered I had a brain tumor that needed mm. to be removed. After four surgeries, one month of radiation, and an immunotherapy discussion with my doctor, I can say that through the grace of God, my health has been restored. Yes. I plan to continue my current job and in a year go to law school to pursue corporate law. To God be the glory for the things he has done. God bless you both. And that's from Carrington. We are proud of you, Carrington. Carrington. Go ahead and be a living testimony. Let me tell you something. All the hugs. All the hugs. Thank you for sharing that with us. 
Hi, Jaden Kia. I hope you ladies are having a great day. Thank you so much. I want to send a shout out to my niece, Mazani Abernathy. She will be receiving her bachelor's degree from Columbia College, Hollywood. She's the first uh, great grandchild of the many and the first grandchild of seven to graduate from college. She has overcome so much in her life and we couldn't be more proud of her. Congratulations at Mizzle, baby. Love your biggest (laughs) fan, Auntie Tasha. Thank you for writing in, Tasha. And congratulations, Mazani. For sure. Congratulations. Wait a minute now, Stephanie. Who is Dr. Keela? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie writes, hello, Dr. Keela and Chef Jade. I'm so happy to be writing to you again. Last year, I had the privilege of hyping my best friend. This year, it's my turn. I'm proud to announce that I received my Master's of Education with concentrations in Literacy and Administration from Bethel University, Indiana. It was a hard push, but I was able to get it done in a year and a half, all while working and trying to complete some passion projects as well. I'm so glad that I had my family, my friend squad, and a handful of others to encourage me when I wanted to give up, which was a lot, but seriously. Thank you for this amazing opportunity. I hope I can write again real soon when I get my doctorate in Jesus' name. Much love, Stephanie. Stephanie. Yes, you are super cute. Pitches. Go off. Congratulations, boo. Congratulations, sis. Hey, ladies. I want to start by saying that I love the podcast. This graduation announcement is for me. In August 2020, I earned my education specialist, Ed S degree from Grand Canyon University here in hot AF Phoenix. Now this wasn't the degree I set out to earn, but between hitting a mental wall and the pandemic, I had to stop working on my dissertation. I called my family and in the words of Mr. West told them I finished. They said, Oh, you graduated. No, I decided I was finished. (laughs) Better give me college (laughs) dropout. I took some time to collect myself mentally and decided to not walk away from school empty handed. Uh, so I inquired about getting my EdS, and since Scam Likely University didn't have an EdS program in special education, I had to take five more courses in the area of educational leadership to get a degree. It took some time, but I finally completed the program, and I am done with school and refuse to take another class. I don't care if it's a cooking class. <laughs> Thank you both for all that you do, and keep striving. Signed a member of Team Type and Fast, Katrina. Congratulations, Katrina. Hey. You did do that. So proud of you, Katrina. Boots. Hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Takia, and praise the Lord, niggas. My son loves when y'all say this in the opening <laughs> of every episode. I too love it. Also, Jay, he doesn't listen to the whole episode, but when he catches it, he smiles oh. and laughs. <laughs> my name is Remy, and I like to celebrate uh, one of my my one and only son, Do. His real name is Albert, who will be graduating from middle school on June 10th. 2021 <laughs> in my Dr. Kia voice. Congratulations to successfully completing the school year despite the challenges it has presented. I watched you mature beyond measure and making sure you kept your word and maintaining good grades throughout this pandemic. <laughs> it, bring, it brings me so much joy to see the young man you are becoming and I'm so excited for what's to come in your new ventures in high school. I love you so, so, so much, kid. Keep making me proud. Remember, you are capable of doing great things as long as you continue to work hard, keep positive, and remain resilient in your goals. 
P.S. Thank you, ladies, for all that you do and for using your platform to speak truth about this dusty yet treasure of life of, of, of adulting. Description. I have learned so much from you both. <laughs> From being unapologetically me to singing loudly and proudly, no matter what note That's I am right. on. Special shout out to the songstress Jade. I absolutely love and admire the beautiful souls that you are. With much love, Aww, Remy. Remy. <laughs> and do. Thank you, Remy. And congratulations, do. We're proud you of better you. Better do it, do. I was that wasn't <laughs> I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> Wasn't trying to do that, my guy. Oh shit, sorry. Hello, Jaden Kia. <laughs> I have shout outs for a few people. I'll keep it cute on the length, but the last one is a well deserved lengthier shout out. First, a huge congratulations to my best friend, Brittany Nelson, who obtained her Master of Public Health from St. Louis University. She's worked full time and persisted when she was doubted. She literally walked into her commencement ceremony with a job offer that was given moments before she stepped in the door. Okay. I mean, Next, I want to shout out a few of my former students at the University of Missouri, St. Louis. Imani Reed completed her BSN and is on her way to passing her passing that in, NCLEX. NCLEX to be an RN. Mm-hmm. Kendra Clark graduated summa cum laude with a BS in psychology, flawlessly earning a 4.0 cumulative GPA and completing her degree with a distinction in research. After being admitted to each program to which she applied, Kendra will attend Southern Illinois University Edwardsville in the fall to earn her master's in industrial organizational psychology. Finally, I'd like to congratulate Stacy Stringfellow for graduating magna cum laude with her BA in communication from University of Arizona. Stacy returned to college after 20 years doing the online program and transforming U of A. As an adult learner and online student, she challenged the assumptions of what type of experience she would want. Stacy became the poster child for U of A's online program, helping create and manage a community for other online learners via Facebook, joined PRSSA, and finished her final semester by becoming a member of the Mu Eta chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, Inc., and receiving an honorable mention for the academic year uh, academic distinction. She also landed her career position as a social media professional before graduating. Stacy went back and got everything she set out to claim. We only know each other through Facebook, but I'm incredibly proud of her and inspired as a professional to advocate for higher ed to provide experiences that are inclusive of adult and online learners. Thank you all for providing a platform for us to celebrate us. Ashley or Dr. Roberts. Thank you so much, Dr. Roberts, for writing in. And congratulations, uh, Imani, Kendra, and Stacy. Stacy! Mm-hmm. Yo, you just came in the door waving the 4-4, huh? That's what you did. Congratulations. Right. I'm with it. All right. Okay. Woo! All right. We okay. got three more, y'all. <laughs> this one this one is a novel. He said it was. So, okay. Wait now, Brandon. Now. now, Brandon. Now, Brandon. <laughs> hey, Jade and Kia. My name is Brandon Hunter, and I am wildly excited to share with y'all my graduation announcement. I have been a consistent listener for years and appreciate y'all and this community that you have masterfully developed. It truly feels like home, and I feel comfortable publicly celebrating this accomplishment for the first time in this way. Through counseling, I realized that I had a not-so-healthy relationship with social media and developed a lot of anxiety and panic around posting as well as the constant consumption of content. 
As a result, I have now been off all platforms for over two years. I really didn't like how much external validation dopamine affected me and how subconscious comparisons to others were stealing away the black boy joy that God has blessed me with. Since being off, my mental health has been so much better, but I have also developed a bad habit of downplaying my accomplishments and not hyping myself up and not really entertaining others doing so on my behalf. So sending y'all this announcement is the first step in my recent journey to have a more healthy relationship with social media. So let's get it. I'm excited to share that I graduated during the Ponder Replay in November 2020 from Duke University with my PhD in environmental engineering. My dissertation work was in the context of environmental injustices and involved developing innovative wastewater treatment technologies and assessing human exposure to biohazardous materials for underserved and unserved low-income communities, black communities, and other communities of color that do not have equitable access to safe and affordable sanitation infrastructure. Y'all better, you better do work for Flint. Yes. Another part of my work was and is speaking truth to power and calling out philanthropy, academia, and government for their historic and current legacies of institutionalized discrimination, discrimination inequity, and exploitation, which are persistent even when executing programming research and initiatives under their guise of being for environmental justice. I know Dr. Kia is familiar with how slick folk in academia think Mm. they are. It's been interesting, frustrating, and actually quite predictable observing people's reaction to getting all the smoke, but I ain't stopping no time soon. Since graduating, I have been working as an environmental justice consultant and recently started my dual position last week as a postdoctoral engineering research officer at Columbia University, as well as being a fellow at the National Center for Rural Enterprise and Environmental Justice. In these capacities, I will be developing innovative, sustainable, and affordable wastewater treatment technologies, building the capacities of impacted, marginalized communities so that they can effectively execute their own context-specific strategies and coalition building to influence state and federal infrastructure policy in order to advance environmental justice and equity. Sorry if this is a novel of a message, but I really appreciate y'all for giving listeners the space to write in and share our accomplishments with you. I look forward to continuing tuning in for all that you do and this platform are and continue to grow to be. Especially because your boy is turning 30 in a couple of months and I'm checking my whole life um, making sure I'm getting grown in all oh. the right ways. Peace and blessings. Oh, Brandon. Brandon. Well, Brandon, we are very proud are. of you. And I used to work at the School of Engineering at Columbia University. So it's exciting to know that you will be there because uh, they are uh, in dire need of brilliant black scholars like you. So thank you so much for sharing with us, trusting getting grown to, um, de- uh, you know, support you in developing this healthier relationship with social media. You are doing very necessary Absolutely. work. We love your pictures, pictures and we're very very so proud so of proud. You. You're super cute. You look amazing. Your regalia is steamed and I mean, you you good. deserve to be Just celebrated. So I'm glad you started Please. with yourself and you did that. We're proud. We're super proud of you, Dr. Brandon. Excuse very us. Proud. Dr. Brandon. Greetings, Jade and Kia. First of all, thank you so much for your podcast and for being examples of black women that are not only hardworking in your careers, but take that take but that take care of yourself for the important relationships in your life. Your openness, emotional honesty, and all around badassery are everything in a day and age when being a black woman often comes with 511 jobs, hats, and the constant need to be reminded to take care of self. 
Thank you also for doing graduation shout outs. I love to hear us out here thriving. We do too. That being said, and feel free to cut that top part out because I'm oh, too late. I want to send a very special shout out to my son, Amani, a.k.a. Mani, who will be graduating from fifth grade this Thursday. He is intelligent, thoughtful, caring and gregarious and has already taught me so much about life and love in these 10 short years he's been here. Not only that, but he is hilariously funny and has had a great sense of humor ever since the womb. We caught a pic of him laughing during my 40 ultrasound with the rest of the room when someone told a joke. He was weather. He's weathered so many storms already, but he's coming into his own a little bit more every day. I look forward to seeing him flourish even more in middle school. I'm so proud to be his mommy and proud of the man he is becoming. Best Chris. Oh, look at y'all. Look at Monty. Look funny. Look, he looked like he. Oh, and y'all are twins. Oh, he is laughing in the womb. I love that. Congrats, Monty. Congratulations. You're gonna do amazing things. Don't ever close your gap. Don't let nobody make you feel bad about your gap. It's cute as <laughs> shit. I made that mistake when I was younger. You better do it, Monty. Aww. And it's our last graduation shout out for 2021. Hey, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. My name is Jonna Nicole. I, too, am one of the thousands of black women born during the era where nearly everyone's middle name was Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Jonna Nicole for Ron Smith. I remember creating a calendar reminder to tune into your first episode. Oh, Virgo here. That's I right. Jade, and have been hooked from the entirety um, of my Saturn return ever since. Needless to say, I am also one of the many who have been blessed to venture into my adulthood amongst y'all's kitchen table. Every week, you both help me feel safe and contribute to what I need. I would like to preemptively shout out myself for graduating with the Lila Atchison Wallace Playwriting Fellowship at the Juilliard School with my artistic diploma in playwriting on June 18th. After after two years, I have completed six new full-length plays, received invaluable feedback from my peers and professors, and was able to collaborate with enormously talented actors. With the unwavering support of my community and the privilege of having a stable internet connection, <laughs> I was able to continue pursuing my creative dreams even during the trusty must-be-ass <laughs> Uh, I believe my purpose and responsibility are to tell stories and I am immeasurably grateful to engage with opportunities that allow me to do so. Congratulations, congratulations to all of this year's Juilliard grads, specifically group 50. And I'm especially rooting for everybody black. Thank you, Jade and Kia for creating a space to celebrate us all. Um, and that's from Jana. Jana says, P.S. I DM'd you Jade about a year ago regarding a reading of a play I was having and you were so kind as to actually respond. I really appreciated that. I thought you might be interested to know I won a separate fellowship for that play. So even though you so kindly let me know you couldn't make it to the reading, hopefully the Lark Venturous Playwriting Fellowship Production Subsidy will allow you and Kia to one day see it on stage. Thank you for helping me continue to mind mine that uh, that pays me and flourish. Oh, Jana! Thank you, Jana! Thank you for sending it over. And you know what? I can't wait to I can't wait to be able to make one of one of your playwrights. We are so proud like, of you. You're doing it's you incredible. Are doing, you are doing. The we thing. are so 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 proud of all of the graduates, the graduates that we read, the graduates that that weren't sitting uh, sent in. Whether it was cosmetology school, trade school, 
a master's program, a PhD, or or kindergarten? Kindergarten, preschool, middle school, high school, whatever it is that you a certificate program, a licensure. If you passed an you exam, retired from the Air we're Force. We're you. super. We're just proud yes. of you. We're proud of you. Especially, listen, we have been navigating a very tumultuous time in our history. And the fact that people are still being productive during this space is nothing short of amazing. So you should be proud of yourself. We are proud of you. It is our honor to do this every year. And we not going to stop. So congratulations again to all the graduates. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Hopefully next year we can have an in-person celebration. Cause that was really the plan in 2020, but I mean, but you know what? Everything. We'll, we'll see how you know? things. We'll see how things shake out. And also, you know what I want to throw in there? If you were not able to send in a graduation announcement, if you thought you were going to be able to send one in and you weren't able to send one in, just use this as encouragement. Don't use it as anything else. Don't view any less of yeah. yourself. You're doing work, and we came out of a really hard year. Okay, niggas ain't seen this shit since 1918. You hear me? <laughs> so, you know, if you were able to navigate anything, if you were able to navigate last year by getting up and making yourself boiled eggs in a sandwich, then you can you deserve a congratulations. So, for real. Adaptability is the currency of adulting. We talk about all that time. all the time. So, if you had to make some changes to your plans this year, don't be discouraged. There's still time and opportunity. You can still accomplish all the things you set out to. And we're going to be right here next year to read or the year after to read whenever it is that you're able to, um, you know, finish your uh, program, your classes, complete all your credits, whatever you need to do. We're going to be right here to help celebrate you. So we're not going nowhere. Take your time. Facts. Facts. Big fat. And that's it for graduation season 2021. For show. For Um let's let's uh let's quickly deep dive into our honesty box. <laughs> Leaf Shave designs amazing razors for men and women who have problems shaving like ingrown hairs, irritation, and razor bumps. If you've ever thought about shaving with a safety razor, ditching plastic razors for metal ones, there is literally no better razor than the leaf. The Leaf Razor is the world's first multi-blade pivoting head safety razor to make shaving plastic-free and actually easy. The Twig Razor is built for precision and tailor-made for tight places with a head half the size of a traditional safety razor. Leaf Shave is certified climate neutral, which means they offset their entire carbon footprint. And they have a blade recycling program to truly close the loop on a no-waste shave. Since the blades are 100% steel, they can be recycled as scrap metal. And the best part? Safety razor blades cost pennies. So once you start shaving with Leaf, you'll spend a couple dollars a year on blades for the rest of your shaving life. So let me tell you all something. I have both of them. Okay, I have the leaf and I also have um, the twig and the twig is wonderful when you want to get up in that pocketbook and you want to get, <laughs> you know, you know, if you're not one of them waxy waxy hoes, if you want to get up in that pocketbook, the twig helps you to navigate those curves and mountains and regions. And then the leaf is a rotating head. Mama got three blades. And let me tell you something. She gets to work. OK, I love my leaf shave system. 
Go to leafshave.com slash grown or use the code grown for 10% off your first order. That's leafshave.com slash grown or the code grown for 10% off your first order. Honestly? Truly. All right, let's get into this honesty box right quick, right quick. Throw us a pseudonym, sis. She, her. Um, Adrian. And I like when you all throw the pronouns in there so we know what pseudonym to give you. Good morning, ladies. First off, I just want to say thank you for the space you hold at the kitchen table every week. Listening to this podcast has become a large part of my self-care routine. Thank you for what you do. Thank you all. I've recently gone through a breakup and was looking for advice on how to navigate the transition. My ex and I dated for a little over a year, as you can tell by the time frame, with our relationship starting at the beginning of a pandemic. It allowed us to get very close to one another very quickly. To me, this was one this one was special because it was my first time dating someone who pushed me to communicate my feelings, encouraged me to go to therapy and work through my past trauma, and encouraged me to see the beauty of being more in the moment and not to feel the need to control everything. I came out of an abusive relationship in the past, so having this experience was refreshing and gave me hope. However, with him being so go with the flow, it was always giving, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, if you know what I mean. We often bickered because I wasn't 100% 100 sure if he saw a future with me. Excuse me. But I at least knew for the time being he was happy. I was always used to being affirmed and explicitly told if my partner ultimately wanted marriage and kids with me. But with this one, I think he wanted me to be content with his actions over words. Before we broke up, we'd been having small arguments for a few weeks, but they always ended with a teaching opportunity for our relationship, which to me, I considered healthy growing pains. Our breakup was unexpected, and his rationale was that we should take time to work on ourselves separately because with our constant arguments, um, he didn't feel he was able to show up in the relationship anymore. He was going through the regular stress of 20-something-year-old trying to figure out his purpose and what he wants to do and also opened up to me and said he'd been looking for a therapist to talk through depression because of it. I felt hurt I didn't see the signs he wasn't himself, uh, hurt he couldn't see me as a resource, and hurt that he so suddenly decided he didn't want to be with me anymore. What advice do you have on giving space after a breakup, especially one with no cheating or abuse? He asked that we both have space to fully grieve the relationship, but how can I, if that's not what I wanted? I know I should use this time to work on myself, but I'm also so stuck in the fact that our issues would would have resolved over time because we were still learning each other. I want to respect his boundaries and try to move forward, but in the back of my mind, I'm still waiting for him to reach out to reconcile. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. And that is from, what you call it? Oh, Adrian. Adrian, um, so I can understand you not wanting your relationship to end. I think that that is a fair and valid feeling. Um, But I have to be honest that this was, it's, it's probably one of the more healthy uh, ways that um, a, a chapter could close. Um, I think that it is, I, I think that if it, I'll say, I don't know how to say this. I'm very impressed with the fact that he 
it seems like both that you guys are really good communicators. Um, and he is his really strong at communicating his needs, where he is, what, um, and, and I think honestly, we have to respect it. I mean, Toya was talking to me about something similar the other day, and she was like, you know, a part of being a grown up, a part of being an adult is respect, especially in this dating thing, is respecting the curve, mm-hmm. right? We have to own and respect the fact that sometimes um, who we want may not want us. And vice versa. Um, and it doesn't, you know, and, and, and every ending of a relationship doesn't have to be negative or or mean or I don't know. I don't know what if what what your thoughts are, Jay, but I honestly feel like, Adrian, that this is it's really sad. And I, I think your feelings are valid to not want the relationship to end. But he didn't say that he didn't he hated your guts, he never wanted to speak to you again. He said that he needed some space to work on some stuff um, in his own life. And I feel like if this is somebody you really care about, then you have a responsibility to respect Mm -hmm. him um, and what he's asked you for. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to be, it could be a final ending of a thing, um, but it doesn't have to be. I think it, um, I think it would be in your best interest right now to just sort of like really think about where you are, what you want, um, and focus on, you know, yourself in, in a way, um, such that if it is meant to be for you all to be together in the long run, you will have done the work to prepare for that relationship or for that recon- reconciliation when it's time. Um, so it is, it is a very hard, it's a very hard thing to accept the ending of a thing, especially when you didn't want it to end. But I'm, I too am in a season of, of, of realizing that, you know, my plans are, are often smaller and more short-sighted than what God's plans are. And if I say that I believe him and trust his will for my life, then I have to accept how Mm. things work out sometimes. Um, and, you know, I don't know. That's where I'll end it. But those are my thoughts. I fully, I fully, fully, fully agree with you, sis. Um, and to expound just, to, just, you know, just for a second, Adrian, when I got, you know, when I worked in the music industry, it was the I've worked in a series of fields and it was my favorite job. It was my favorite job I ever had. Like, I loved going to work. Those few years that I was, I loved going to work. I knew some of the best people. I had amazing lunches. I had great experiences. It was wonderful. I mean, I you know, of course you have, you know, a few little complaints who doesn't have with a job. But all in all, I really enjoyed myself. And when I got laid off, I was determined to keep trying to find, you know, like figure out a way to stay within this company. Okay, well, maybe I can switch to a different department. Well, maybe I can do this. And it just wasn't happening. It just was not working out. And I wasn't going to be able to work there anymore. And I was devastated. And I tried to stay in the music industry. And the music industry was shifting in such a crazy way at that time that it just wasn't happening, right? And I ended up having to go back into bartending. And then that just led to a whole series, a whole different... So a whole series of other things, right? 
So I say all that to you to say just what Kia said. Sometimes we got to plan for ourselves and we think this is the best thing that we found and this is it. And like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life until I don't do it anymore. And there may be other plans for us. Right. And it may be hard to accept, but you got to accept it. And when it comes to another human being, like Kia said, you have to give that respect. You have to give that space if that's what they're asking for, especially if it's in a clear, straightforward, direct and kind way, respectful way. It doesn't even have to be it's just respectful. And so it hurts right now. And I know you're grasping at straws because you're trying to figure out how you can still stay attached to this beautiful thing that you thought was you know, going to be a thing for a long time. But you can't control another human right. being. So, and also, just be grateful that you have somebody who was communicating so clearly because so many of these everybody. niggas, niggas is all-encompassing and not gender-exclusive. Everybody ain't able. That's real. <laughs> they ain't. Everybody's not able to. A, to I, a great majority. To be, to, it's a res- I can, this person respects you enough to let you know where they are, and everyone doesn't get extended yeah. that courtesy. Um, so you got to respect them enough to give them space, what they're asking for, what they need for themselves. And I think as much as you don't like it. No, I'm no, sorry, no. I think one of the things that's come to my mind, I'm still sort of chewing on this, so I probably won't say it exactly right, but I'm just going to kind of throw it out there to see if it sticks. But there's a verse in the Bible uh, that says, you know, better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Um, the end of a matter is better than its beginning and patience is better than pride. Um, And so I've been dealing with this particular verse myself with regards to my own situation. But I think at the, at the crux of it, it is literally saying um, we have to be uh, just as conscious of how how something ends or how we end something than we were about how we started it. And so I know this feels like, you know, this is not what you want. This is beyond your control. This is something that is happening to you and you're not, you know, you don't feel like you're you're making this choice, but this choice is being made for you. But literally how you operate in the ending of this can position you to learn more um if if you let it and so that they probably that probably will require some reflection on your part to really think about maybe this is an opportunity for you to think about why this is is affecting you the way that it is um and maybe even thinking about what went wrong in your relationship working some things out on your own turning the the mirror inward to think about you what you want how this situation may or may not position you for, you know, what you want. Thinking about this just with respect to the your the larger scheme and plan for your life. Um, so, I mean, there is opportunity here still for, for learning and revelation and illumination um, in your life if you allow it sometimes our emotions can sort of close us off to really looking at the situation with with the right eyes so clear eyes, um yeah. 
it, it, it is hard and I recognize that and you are entitled to be hurt and grieved at the, the loss of this relationship. But um, we have to we have to remember that all things, um, you know, even even when things don't end the way that we want them to. We have to trust that, you know, things come together in a way that puts us where we belong. We end up where we belong with who we belong with at the right time. And so there's we have to trust enough to sort of release things. And if it's meant to you, then it'll come back to you. And if it's not, you'll glean new insight from this situation that will prepare you for what's coming. So I hope that this is helpful. Um, and I, we thank you for trusting us with this very tender time in your life. We fully respect um, your feelings. We know that you're hurting and dealing with all of this. Um, and we hope that what we've, we've shared has been helpful to you. But um, this is not... This may be the end of one chapter, but it's not the end for you um, at all. And, you know, if you if if you uh, commit to believing that you'll get through this, then you will. Absolutely. Adrian, please keep us posted because it's a journey. It's a journey. And it's one day at a time. So don't feel like if you're not healed next week, that something is wrong. It's just, it just takes time. So give yourself grace um, while you are, while you're going through this and while you're healing. And Kia and I both uh, send all big hugs and good energy to you um, and healing energy as you go through your journey. Absolutely. Please continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to bypass black women self-care this week because that self-care episode we've been talking about is coming <laughs> uh, possibly next week because we have a bunch of submissions from you all. So if you'd like to get, in some of your self-care, some of the things you all have been doing to take care of yourself, no matter how detailed or how not, uh, we would love to hear how each and every one of us is taking care of us. So you can send those over to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us, you can, uh, Instagram us. Um, but yeah, we're going to bypass this this week and we're going to head straight on to these petty te- peeves and close this thing out. Shall we go, sis? Let's go. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y. All right, I'm ready to get petty and get on out the way. So my issue this week is with Zoom. So you guys know that I am <laughs> always on Zoom. Um, it is become a fact and a function of my life, which I really hate. Um, and I hate to say that, right? Because, you know, I feel like I think there's a convenience to teleworking and being able to work remotely, um, that I really appreciate. Um, but I just don't, I just feel like the conditions that have surrounded this particular way that we have all been forced to work from home, um, that have made it unbearable in any number of ways. 
And so specifically this week, my pet petty peeve is for these uh, these mandated camera on meetings and situations. Um, because I feel like it is almost like unethical for you to require folks to turn their cameras on. I don't I don't really feel really like is. people recognize that a virtual meeting requires a different level of engagement than an in-person meeting. And I know current mm-hmm. uh in, in a lot of instances in my life, there's this comparison between the way that we always have done things and the way that we have to do things now um, that I think is unfair and unfounded, right? So we do these day-long, week-long institutes and situations and there's like a a camera on requirement for the full time. And I just think that it's unreasonable um, to have to be on. When you are in a virtual space, everybody can see you at all times. A lot of the nonverbal communication is lost or misinterpreted. And it requires, it's, it's like a level of pressure that is not there when you're in person. Um, and we just meet a lot more than we would under quote unquote normal circumstances. Oh my God. And so I just feel like (laughs) when we have to, when we are forced to, um, be on camera for hours, uh, at a time, Especially like even when we're not saying anything, right? And I understand that as a speaker or if you're presenting or teaching, I understand that it can be challenging to, you know, be talking to a bunch of uh, avatars and, and black boxes. But at the same time, there are just different conditions that are going on in, in the at-home environment that um, are still personal, right? And having to have your mm. camera on at all times really sort of invades your personal space in a way um, that I don't think a lot of people recognize or understand. And I think, I think folks that don't recognize that um, it's just really unfortunate, right? Because I don't really, I, I think that there's a level of, of mental and emotional exhaustion that comes from having to sit in one seat and and sit in front of your 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 supervisors and you know your peers and counterparts the kind of pressure that that I don't I think that you know it's it's not really fair for leaders to not really acknowledge the burden of that 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 puts on people to have to produce mm-hmm. literally on camera um when and take it a step further because half of your meetings that y'all are calling could be, they need to be emails. I know there's all kinds of memes and things that go around right. with that. But think about the fact that a lot of you a lot of these people set up meetings because they they feel they're, they're self-important and they just want to sit there and talk and at it's people. It's like a control issue it, as well, right? Like you it just really want is. to I don't want to like there's a certain level of the like my process for thinking and writing and doing is you know encumbered <laughs> uh, by having eight sets of eyes looking at me while I while I have to do it, um, or having to like do things in real time, sharing screens and all of that. I think is really it just becomes um, much more of a of a heavy heavier burden 
um, than if I were just sort of in my office doing my own thing. And people, different people have different processes for doing their work. Mm-hmm. Different, there are different ways that we go about completing our tasks. And I think it's it's unfair to assume that folks are comfortable being quote unquote on literally at all times during the workday. Uh, when even when we had our own separate desk and cubicles, there was still a level of privacy and space that permitted us to do our work in ways that was comfortable for us. And I think that being forced to be on camera all day, day in, day out, really does sort of invade on that space in ways that are not fair. And that's my petty piece. It's not. People don't think about what other people are dealing with, the fact that they are trying to navigate today, uh, navigate this world. They have all kinds of things going on at home. Half the time you're calling meetings, you can be sending emails to people. And then on top of that, you call the meetings and you want people to be to have their faces on the screen. You want to see me rolling my eyes on meeting. You really want to see that? That's going to make you feel better. And I mean, just giving Mm -hmm. me the space to do that, like, you know, just acknowledging that it's okay for me to react to things in the way that I react to them. um, I think is also important. Right. So like I could, you know, in in in-person situations, there are ways that you can sort of manage yourself and manage your reactions and responses to things. But when literally we're all looking at the same screen and looking at each other, there really is no space for me to sort of take a break and just sort of like roll my eyes or no. suck my teeth or do, you know, do do what mm-hmm. I need to. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that level of performance, mm-hmm. it requires a whole nother level of energy um, to complete our task. And I just think it's unfair that people don't really recognize the labor of having to sit in front of a camera for hours. I can work from home just fine. I actually feel like I'm more productive at home when it comes to actually doing my work. But if working from home means that we meet every day for hours a day, Mm-mm. then that that Mm-mm. doesn't really give me the space to work from home because I'm meeting all day. But Mm-mm. that's just me. Let me do, I do, nothing is worse than micromanagement. Don't stand over me. Don't ask me constantly about a project. Don't do any of that. I don't want you sitting there. I had a friend who um, she hosts a podcast and she told me everybody's everybody's there when she records. Who is everybody? Productions. Production is there when she records. Uh, associate production is there when she records. Uh, enge- not only just the engineer, but it's all types of people from her network who sit in on her yeah. recording. I was like, that's not nerve wracking. It's too much. She's like, it doesn't make me feel comfortable. I don't feel like I'm free to kind of, you know, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm constantly under a microscope. It's just people have these processes and these ways of doing things and they don't think about, they don't even have conversations with their staff to figure out what works for you. How can, how can you be the most productive employee? Talk, talk to me personally. Like, tell me what you right. need. Like, people don't want to hear that. Cause they too they too busy over here being too self important and feeling like so. that that we all have to work like them in order to be productive and successful, and that's just not the case. I have boundaries. You ain't about to just be asking me for meetings all over the place. Well, what is it you wanted to discuss? Give me an outline, cause I'm not about to be sitting up here on this damn Zoom for three goddamn hours because you just felt like having a meeting. 
Bye. <laughs> what is your petty peeve? <laughs> oh, what is my petty peeve? So many things. Um, it's probably for my Uber driver today. I had to go. I told you I had to go to the beach to go do the mm-hmm. thing. But I went after Noah and Tristan left because I was waiting on a delivery. So I left and I had to bring the cooler with me and I got down to the Uber or whatever. And this nigga just sat in the car. He didn't help you. As as a, like, he didn't close the trunk. Like, and he had the little button thing inside the car. Like, when I tell you I navigated the entire thing. And I was like, listen, it's not no help. It's like, come help me. It was a big ass cooler. It's like when I go to the airport, you got the suitcase and shit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them will get out and help you. But then every once in a while, you got a nigga who just sits there. And he's like, are you just going to figure out how to get this suitcase in mm-hmm. this trunk? I'm like, see, I'm an amazing tipper. But you don't know that you shooting yourself in the foot Hole right in now. the bottom of your boat, bruh. That nigga. <laughs> right in your sperry. <laughs> so that nigga was just sitting there watching me on the phone. I said, oh, okay, bet. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's my petty peeve. If you, this is what you're going to do, do it right. If you're going to do anything, do it right. Do it wholly. Do it full. Don't do nothing with your half ass. Do it with your full ass. Do it with your full ass. Whole booty. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Getting Grown. It's always a joy and a pleasure to share space with each of you down to the kitchen table. We appreciate and value the investment of your time into building this community Mm -hmm. with us. Thank y'all so much. We really do appreciate you for tuning in week after week. Thank you again for another successful graduation announcement season. We love y'all. We have some dope things coming up this summer. We're really excited to share with you the good news and we'll be able to do that very very soon but in the meantime and in between time we'll see you guys next week jay tell them what to do drink your water because it's getting hot outside Mm -hmm. uh continue to moisturize don't think just because you're sweating you don't have to do that (laughs) you'll still be ashy and lastly but not the least important mind your black ass business your white ass <laughs> business, your Asian ass <laughs> business, or whatever business is yours. Why sis? Because your black will crack if it's in my business. Okay. So get out of it. <laughs> out of my business. Bye. Right now. Bye.